Hey, you fucking freaks. What's up? This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy for you to create your own professional website. You cannot do any better than Squarespace. I'm telling you, if you need a website, you don't need to hire somebody. You can do it yourself, and you can do a fantastic job. You can make a professional-looking website very easy to do. Drag and drop interface. Couldn't be simpler. And now with Squarespace 7, there was Squarespace 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. You came along the right time. Squarespace 7, they got it locked down. Squarespace 6 was fucking dope as hell, but Squarespace 7 is even better. They refined all the powerful features from Squarespace 6 into one seamless experience, which includes Google Apps. They've partnered with Google to make it easier to manage everything on one platform. Setup is completely painless. It's done for you when you set up your Squarespace account. Getty Images integration. This is huge. Professional photos from Getty Images. They offer professional stock photography that ordinarily costs hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars per image. But it's available for $10 an image to Squarespace customers. They have over 40 million professional images. Beautiful design, drag-and-drop content, 24-7 support through live chat and email located in New York City and Dublin. Plans start at 8 bucks a month. A month? <laughs> Plans start at 8 bucks a month and includes a free domain name if you sign up for a year. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com and enter the code word Joe. Squarespace, a better web starts with your web. The better web's coming, all right, no matter what. Shit gets better, or we get hit by asteroids. Uh, Squarespace, go there. Use the word Joe, the code word Joe, and save 10% off your first purchase. We're also brought to you by the National Academy of Sports Medicine. National Academy of Sports Medicine is looking for people that want an exciting career in the fitness industry. Do you want to fucking work in a cubicle? Do you want to do all the shit that you're doing right now? Or do you are you a person who likes fitness? Do you a person who likes working out? Do you, you see people at the gym training people and you go, you know what? That's a fucking way better job than my job. You can do it. Being a personal trainer is a great way to make a living. You can set your own hours, work in health clubs, sports clinics, and corporate wellness. Imagine waking up every day excited to go to work. Not a job, but a rewarding career. Go to myusatrainer.com for a free 14-day free trial of their fast and fun online program. That's myusatrainer.com. It's a fucking fantastic place to get certified in the National Academy of Sports Medicine. They even offer specialization courses like MMA conditioning. Get a head start on 2015. Begin your certification with the National Academy of Sports Medicine now. That's myusatrainer.com. Myusatrainer.com. Restrictions apply. Visit Enjoy. We're also brought to you by Ting. Ting is the official cellular provider for the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. What Ting is, is a website that sells you Sprint service. They use the Sprint backbone. So it's like if you had Sprint, but they do it their way. And their way is no contracts, no early termination fees, no ride-alongs, bundle charges. You pay for what you use, which I believe is going to be the future of cellular entertainment, cellular content, cellular broadcasting, cellular use, cellular phones. I think all that shit, you know, it used to be that 
you you know, you got X amount of gigabytes per month and X amount of minutes. And if you used all that stuff, great. If you went over, you got hit with overage charges. And if you went under, you never got any sort of like they they don't refund you money. You, you fucked up, you know. You you got a plant. You got greedy. One of those people that say, "Oh, took 120 minutes," but you only use like 15, especially in this day and age. Well, with Ting, you pay for what you use, and most people would save a tremendous amount of money. 98% of people would save money on Ting. That's pretty incredible. But they prove it on their website, and there's there's a whole. If you go to rogan.ting.com. Um, you can save 25 bucks on any device. And if you go there, the front page shows you their logo. We are on a mission to make mobile make sense. 21 bucks is the average monthly bill per device for 10 customers. I mean, mine was like 28 last month, you know, and I, I use it a lot. Uh, $440 is the average annual savings per device for a business with 11 to 20 employees. It's pretty sweet. And they have the best Android phones for sale. If you go and check out their shop, they got all the cool shit like the Samsung Galaxy S5, which I have. They have older phones as well, too. If you don't want to buy the newer stuff, you're like, I don't really fucking need that. You don't. You you can get by with some older shit. And they sell these phones. You own them when you buy them. You're not paying them off over a long period of time. You own them. And you can get as cheap as an LG Optimus S. Ready? 25 bucks. Bam. You're done. If that's all you need, you just need to call people and text message and shit. You know, you get an HTV Evo 4G for 45 bucks. Go there and shave. Rogan.ting.com. Go save 25 bucks off any of their fantastic, delicious Android devices. We're also brought to you by Onnit.com. That is O-N-N-I-T. Last but not least, Onnit is a total human optimization website. We sell you all the shit that you need to get it together. Our website is a, a, a veritable warehouse of fantastic strength and conditioning equipment, healthy foods, healthy supplements, including Alpha Brain, which I take before every podcast. Makes me smoother with my words. Alpha Brain is a cognitive enhancing supplement. It's a, what, what we call a nootropic. If you're curious about all those things, Google the word nootropic and you could find out what people think and all the, the opinions. And then if you're curious about Alpha Brain, click on the link that says research and it'll show you all the different work that we've done. The double blind placebo controlled studies that have showed all the benefits of Alpha Brain, which include memory. It, it helps you form sentences better, which you wouldn't think by listening to me stumble through this fucking ad. But it actually does. I'd be worse without it. Um, on top of that, uh, execution, which is fantastic, like your, your ability to do things. We've also shown, and this is the most recent, that it actually has a reaction time benefit. There's across the board, we're going to release this soon as well. We've shown all sorts of benefits as far as cognitive function that are attached to this particular blend of nootropics. All of it is explained at onnit.com. Go to O-N-N-I-T. Use the code word Rogan. You will save 10% off any and all supplements. Barry Rothbart is our guest today. Barry Rothbart is, uh, he is a stand-up comedian and uh, an actor and a human being. And he is on Ari Shafir's new show, This Is Not Happening. 
So, without any further ado, please welcome Barry Rothbard. Joe Rogan Podcast, check it out. The Joe Rogan Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan Podcast by night, all day. Barry Rothbard, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, dude? Oh, um, nothing. I'm feeling good. California weed. Gotcha, right? A little bit. A little bit. That Queens weed is just not the same. No, no. It's there is no weed in Queens. Queens is you got to go really to the Bronx. Dry? I used to go up to Fordham to get weed. Queens is not. Where are you from? Well, I used to. I was born in New Jersey. Oh, okay. I lived in Boston for most of my young adult life. When I lived in New York, I lived in New Rochelle, which is yeah, know, which is outside, outside of Queens. Of but that's like close to where weed is. Yeah, but I never. I didn't smoke weed back then. Very, very rarely. I didn't right. really smoke weed till I was thirty, living here. Right. So. I discovered weed, and I was just like, man, movies are great. <laughs> Who knew? Ice cream is delicious. Who knew that movies were amazing? Yeah, everything is better. Sex, yeah. Everything. I was like, oh, my God, there's like, Ben Folds is great. <laughs> you know, you're just like, <laughs> as soon as you take your first hit of weed, you're just like, oh, my God, Ben Folds? <laughs> and those are the things that people don't like about people that smoke weed when they talk about it. Like, yeah, oh, my God, this movie's amazing. Yeah. Oh, look at the sunset. Shut but up. it is. It is, yeah. The sunset's incredible. It's a weird thing. That's a weird thing with the the, the people that don't like the effects of pot because the effects of pot is just like you become calmer and like super appreciative of everything. Like you know, right. they, they'll call it like stoner talk, but it, what it really is like recognizing the wonder in things that you ordinarily take for granted. You know, I think a lot of that has to do with time dilation because things feel longer, so I think you're able to appreciate things in the moment a little bit more. Yeah, but definitely possible. It's like a minute feels like two minutes. Yeah. I and think it, there's a bunch of things going on, right? No, that's it. That's the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> but why, yeah, does, the, why does life seem uh, shorter, though? Like, it seems like every year goes faster. Is that because we're whoa. so stoned and it's like it doesn't add up? <laughs> no, I think that's just a, a facet of recognizing how brief it really is. As you get older and you hit 40, you go, oh, Jesus, if everything goes great. I'm at the halfway point. Like if I don't get cancer, hit by a bus, die in a car accident, like all these different variables that you start to consider. And then you realize like how when you work all day, too, you think about how quick a goddamn day goes by. And you're you're saying that things slow down when you get older. No, I'm saying you're saying it it slows down when you smoke weed and you appreciate everything. But yet life seems like it's going faster at the same time. But as I've gotten older, I've actually been way more appreciative of things. I don't know what, like in my 20s, I was just like, who cares? Yeah. No, I'm way more appreciative too, but I agree with you that time does seem like it's going faster. It's February this week. Oh my God. Yeah. It's February. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? It was just January. Yeah. Well, not only that, it was just July. (laughs) It was hot. It's like a year is not nearly as long as we used to think it was. And I think part of that also is when you're a kid, you're in fucking school. And those nine months of classes seem like forever. It's an eternity because you're forced to do something you don't want to do. Yeah. Once you get older and, you know, you you kind of recognize what that really was, you realize how short a year actually is. But if you ask a 21-year-old right now, it's like, is, is, is a year long? And they're like, dude, it's totally long. Like, I wonder if they, you, if they feel. That's a good impression of a 21-year-old. Well, it's a percentage of their <laughs> no, life, great. too. It's you know, dude, it's so long. That's true. That's if true. you're 20 years old and, you know, yeah, you, you go see, through a year. You see things in a different perspective when you're older. Yeah. You know, you could look back on two years and it's just like, oh, my God. Like, that 
two years was nothing. Yeah. When you're a kid, you're just like, that's like a third of my sure. life, two yeah. years. We're time travelers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you're a little kid, like every year is a huge deal. You know, that's why you say, like, I'm four and a half. You know, no one says I'm 24 and a half. That's true. <laughs> Imagine if you were dating a girl and you go, how old are you? And she's like 24 and a half. You're like, I got to go. You're fucking, you're six. You're like, you have some genetic abnormality yeah. that makes you look like you're a 24. Fourth. 24 and a fourth. Yeah, there's, that's a weird thing about kids today, right? With this, um, this thing that they're saying that hormones in the meat are causing them to reach puberty quicker than ever before. And that girls that are like, 12 and 13 years old they look like women and like, they're getting fur have you noticed girls are getting furrier lately i think it's from okay, the meat is this your own subject so wait hold on your own test well have done? you noticed that no there, so there's hormones in meat that are making kids grow up quicker I well didn't hear that. they be, there's a bunch of factors that they believe are making kids grow quicker and reach puberty quicker and also become larger they think it's a high protein diet that Americans take. Like we, we have incredibly abundant resources when it comes to food. The Crazy to meat, protein, yeah. yeah, all hormone filled, and and on top of that, antibiotics. They're thinking antibiotics right. are having a weird effect on people because you're absorbing a certain amount of it from the food that you eat. Right. There's a lot of variables. Well, why are when you look back at humans from like a hundred years ago, why are they so much smaller? They didn't have much food. Is that it? Yeah, it was hard to get food. I don't back even then. mean fat smaller, like just yeah, smaller, were, well, smaller. That's a that's a function Bone-wise. of having yeah, well, yeah. It's not having enough food. Right. You know, you when you look at what people can do today, where you just go into a supermarket and you get cold meat, like that wasn't that wasn't that easy. Right. Back then. Right. There was I, no freezers. I just saw a documentary about the Russian hockey team, and they were saying how they came to America for the first time in the seventies, like the one that we beat in the eighties, mm. and they were like, "You can get vegetables in the winter." What does this mean? Yeah, right. How do you get fruit and vegetables when people can't grow them here? Yeah, our shipping, the ability to get oranges from Florida to New Mexico, it's fucking incredible. Like, that's never existed in time. So 100 years ago, they had to eat what was near them. Yeah. And they had the ice house where I'm at tonight in Pasadena was an ice house. It was a place they would take giant blocks (laughs) of ice from the great north. They would put them on boats. They would put them in these cargoes that were insulated. They had these thick walls and steel and all this different stuff to try to encapsulate the cold. Right. And then they would bring them to Pasadena, and you would go and buy ice, and you would put it in your ice box. So if you had milk or something like that and you didn't want it to go bad, you wanted it to last like two days. No preservatives. There's no preservatives. Right. They didn't have any. You had to just store everything. Everything, but but, but not only that, everything went quick. You, You couldn't, you had to keep shopping. You had to go to the grocery store like every other day. And when are we talking? When is this? hundred years ago. hundred years ago. Yeah. Wow. So the people that you're looking at, these little tiny, like, like Civil War people, <laughs> men were like 125 pounds. That was like the average size for a man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's well, crazy. athletes, look at, I mean, you know, everybody's always comparing like what if current athletes played athletes from the 60s. Oh. They would destroy them. It would be such a slaughter people fest. Are, people are bigger, faster. Not with, even without steroids, there would you know, be a few like, people that would. It's always yeah, survive. it's always crazy when people are just like, "Well, what if Wilt Chamberlain went against LeBron James?" And it's like, not even a contest. But if Wilt Wilt Chamberlain was still a giant man, the other thing is if Wilt Chamberlain lived they today, didn't have the speed they didn't have the the game is so right. quicker and different in, in every sport. But don't you think that they 
like Will Chamberlain was a super athlete. He was a big, tall, strong dude. So if he just got involved in the same sort of strength and conditioning programs that today's modern athletes get involved with, understood nutrition, recovery, all the different shit that like Kobe Bryant does. Like Kobe Bryant was one of the first guys to go to Germany and get that blood spinning procedure. And I know. He, he's on, he was on top of the cryogenic thing too before anybody. He goes to yeah. those 250 degree below zero booths for like three Which, minutes. Which why is that legal if steroids aren't? Well, no. it's not as good. Yeah. That's why. It's, it's pretty good, but it's not as it's good as steroids. As, yeah. Steroids turn you into a super person. Right. But th- what these but, guys can do today with all that is, is partially why they're so good. Yeah. And also that people imitate their atmosphere. If you're around a bunch of Michael Jordans. That's what, and yeah. They, That's what it is. It elevates the game. It's That's like, what it is. It's not that the physical capabilities of the elite athletes are that much different. I think you just you have to be better. Yeah, you look at your the people who came before you, and you're not going to be like, "Well, I'll settle for half of what they did." Yeah, you're going to be like, "I got to be better than that." Could you imagine if like Babe Ruth came back and tried to compete like against Jose Canseco when <laughs> Jose Canseco was in his juice and prime? First or of all, Mark I feel like McGuire. I feel like Babe Ruth would be brought up on rape charges immediately. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> just there would just be like he would be the Bill Cosby of baseball. <laughs> like that was probably just like, oh yeah, of course she said no. What, you're on the Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think rape was probably like super duper duper common, you know, a thousand years ago. Like almost oh, everybody yeah. raped. I, gu- I guarantee you, you can go back to a point of like really primitive man where it was unbelievably common. And I think that's like one well, of the things that people are freaking out about today. Like when you know, this whole argument about rape culture <laughs> and discussion about rape jokes and all this. Just thinking like in a court, like how funny of a defense that would be. Just like, <laughs> go back a hundred years ago, man. It's it was totally, totally normal. <laughs> so I have a slave. <laughs> Dude, do you not know how this country was founded? <laughs> You know, that's like the, argue, the Second Amendment argument, you know? <laughs> yeah. This country's founded to right to bear arms. It's also founded by people that own slaves. Right. Like, those people you worship were slave owners. Yeah. And it was founded by people who couldn't fit in in Europe. Yeah. You know, people who just were like, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm the weirdo here. And people that were so fucking fed up that they yeah. got in a boat with no vegetables and they went across <laughs> the ocean. No vegetables, <laughs> no energy bars, nothing. A lot of them got sick as fuck. People died on that trip. I mean, that's a long trip with shitty, oh, shitty yeah. food. Yeah. I mean, what did they eat back then? Like beef jerky and stuff? Like what could they preserve? Fish. They probably just ate fish. If they right? caught they, fish, did they catch fish? Is that are you? Is that proven? They would, they would have to try it's to probably, catch fish. I Why would you not? You're in the ocean. Yeah, That'd be crazy. I would assume then. grain. Probably a lot of grain. Well, they're also always traveling too. Like when you're fishing, like presumably the law. Even if you're trolling, which means like pulling behind, I would imagine the boat would be going faster than that if it's got oars. I mean, and uh, sails rather. Those big crazy fucking sails. I bet they're going faster than you would want to troll for. So you're not going to slow down on the off chance that you catch a fish. What's trolling? Trolling is like when they take a line and they pull it behind a boat with a hook and a, a, a flashy lure. And the fish see it and they think oh. it's a fish trying to swim away. And they chase after it and they eat it. They almost oh it's like instinctive. They can't help themselves. But That's it's really great. Yeah, it's a boring way of fishing. I but, just went deep sea fishing in Redondo Beach this weekend. We just dropped the line down? Yeah. Oh, and I had fun. a really bad experience. I caught a pelican, <gasps> a live pelican, because oh, no. I didn't drop it quick enough, and the pelicans will go for it. Oh. I caught, like, I think a 50-pound pelican. Like, oh. this pelican was gigantic, and they had to, like, some dude, some captain dude came out. He's like, I got this. And he pulled the pelican out by his beak out of the water. 
and had to like cut the hook off. So he's just like living with a hook in him now. Oh my god! I had anyway, the same thing happen once with a seal. <gasps> A seal uh, stole a seal or a sea lion, one of those fucking things. <laughs> oh, I was fishing with these guys, these camera dudes from uh, News Radio. Were uh, like they were big time fishermen. They'd go out every week and they're like, "Yeah, you the show come News Radio, be so fun." Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, "All right." One day I was like, "Come on, let's go, let's go." So we all went out fishing. <laughs> I fucking didn't catch any fish, but I caught a fucking seal. Did, did you? Hurt? Did you take oh, it? No, we had to cut the line. It was so awful. Oh. Like it's a mammal. Yeah. It's got a hook in its mouth. It's Which got, is like a personality. It's a testament to the intelligence of dolphins because you never hear about someone accidentally catching a dolphin. You Maybe they, no. that's what they used to eat back in the day, though. They would just get one big dolphin and feed like 20 people. You know, they might have ate dolphins or bigger fish instead of trying to catch these Well, people fish. definitely killed dolphins, yeah. but they would I mean, never, they're not have you catching seen the cove? them. That's yeah, like, I mean, they kill and eat dolphins for sure. It's they crazy. always have been. But they don't catch them with hooks. I mean, if you, you'd have to like. You have to jig them, which means like you'd have to pass, throw the hook over their body and pull on it, like catch their body. They're not going to willingly bite a fake fish. They're too smart. No, they, but dolphins are so nice. They probably came up with like, hey, can we help you guys? And they're just like. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely been some of that. For <laughs> hey, sure. what's up, guys? You need help? They, they probably ate cuter things back in the day. Like, you know, that things that usually you're like, oh, look, a seal or like a little baby sea lion. Yeah. You know, that, that back then that was like, no, that's like turkey dinner for like three weeks for our village or something yeah i think we we think things are too cute now yeah yeah we gotta get over how cute things are <laughs> is that the first bird that you almost killed have you killed a bird before i've never killed i've never killed a bird um even killing a fish is weird yeah. you know i'm not from uh the country where i've i grew up killing anything killing things are weird i don't know so no i hunting? feel weird killing bugs sometimes yeah, it's a weird I thing. I just feel weird. It's like weird to take a life, but it's, you know, you got to, you know, it's I got to eat, weirder, right? But it's even weirder that we have somebody else do it, like oh, a supermarket yeah. I'm hitman. cool with that. That's that's the weirdest <laughs> part about it though, isn't it? It is, and but, it's cool. Well, it is cool. Well, it's cool to be able to get like to just be able to go to the store and they have lamb. You know, like right. the fucking amount of effort you would have to go through to get a sheep and kill it and then butcher it and raise chop up it the pieces and then kill it. Fuck. You got to be friends with it for a while. So these people who are doing it are doing us a huge service. But there's also a weirdness with people if you don't. Like, you don't think of yourself as being a killer. Right. Meanwhile, you're wearing, like, leather shoes. You got oh, a belt on that's made out of you're wearing alligators. Nike that's made by, like, <laughs> Filipino kids with bloody fingers. No fingernails. Yeah, I mean, of lips. course. We can't, we can't think about this stuff. Dehydrated. That's like the contract we, we make when we're like, we want to live in a society where we have convenience, right? Yeah. I was listening to this Radio Lab podcast about cities, and they were talking about, like, the hectic, crazy pace of cities. Uh-huh. And they were saying that the pace is directly mathematically related to how many people live in the city. The pace? The pace. The pace of the way you talk, the yeah. amount of syllables per second- the amount of uh, steps per minute that you take when you're walking directly related to the population of the city. It was amazing. They like broke it down as a mat- mathematical equation with these like physicists. They've, they've thought this through and they've done all these tests where they called people, they called post offices, they called and they, they set up like uh, waypoints, like here's like the start, here's the beginning, and they measured everybody who walks through that waypoint, like an unknown waypoint. They had no idea they were being studied. They put a, a piece of string down on the ground. They tied it to one post and another post. So they had an arbitrary beginning, start time, uh, and end time. And these people would walk through it, and they would count in every city what is the average number. So this guy walked 
you know, 20 feet per second or whatever. This guy walked uh, 15 and they would figure out how many steps and they would throw it all into a computer. And they found out that it's directly proportional to how many people live in the area. Who's the fastest walkers? Do you remember? Well, I didn't pay attention. I was just fascinated. They, they were just ringing, they were just reading out a bunch of numbers. I should be skinny though, <laughs> you know, because well, wouldn't LA be one of the most per capita people that live in the city, the most people in the per city, right? What do you imagine? I'd say LA. Well, is there's a lot skinny. of people yeah. in LA, but LA I, is also spread out. But you shouldn't be skinny because of what you fucking eat and drink. Like that's so dumb that you think that way. I walk so much. But if you walk a mile a day, yeah, you probably sprain your ankle. I just don't think I'm a fast walker. But you're not a fast you walker. Walk, but you have to walk a lot, I think, to actually like lose weight from it. Yeah, I would assume. Sometimes I got into biking at some point, and I was like, "Here we go. This is here comes the exercise." Do you know how little exercise biking is? You have to ride like 25 miles a day to get like a really good workout on bike. Yeah, that's a lot of risk. 25 miles is 25 miles of possibility. (laughs) 25 miles of possibility where cars can hit you. Lions. Cars. You know, like cars. No, yeah. Fuck a lion, man. I'm talking about real things. <laughs> cars, yeah, yeah. Well, car, mountain lions are a problem with people who dirt bike ride. Really? Yeah, they say I've it's heard... like a rolling a ball of yarn past a cat. You know, a cat can't resist themselves. Oh, shit. When they see a mountain back go by, it's oh. like they, they, they think it's trying to run from them. I it, hear they're fine with people, though, like hikers <laughs> and stuff. Is that true? No, 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 they're There's not. like mountain lions <laughs> in Griffith. <laughs> yeah. And like, I go hiking there. Am I at risk? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, most likely the mountain lion's going to stay clear of you because they've learned over the years that when you fuck with people, you usually get killed. Yeah. So they develop these instincts to stay shy of people. But if the wrong mountain lion with a sprained ankle finds you and you're, you know, you're there when it's hungry and it says, fuck it, I'm not starving to death and it just takes you down. That can happen, too. It doesn't happen that often. The jury's kind of out on how you deal with a a, a mountain lion attack, right? It's not the same as a bear. You don't play dead, right? No, 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 no. You fight back. You fight back. You punch it in the face. Or is that a shark? Well, you do whatever you can. If you can punch it, do whatever you can. You want to make it so that it's worried about being injured by, yes. Okay, you get get big, big, yell. Yell. Yeah, you're supposed to, like, jump your arms up in the air. But oddly enough, you're not supposed to make eye contact with it. Mm. Sounds like my sex life. <laughs> That's a terrible joke. Sorry, guys. Take off your shirt. <laughs> Take off your shirt. Th- make it into a ball and throw it. <laughs> I pretend to be really big. I throw like, my shirt. I would do cat things. I think if I, it's because it's, it's still not cat work. Do that with a cat that's going. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> terrifying, man. They're not going like, to let you roll a ball past them. Cats are about that large. Ball. Cats are so terrifying to me. Mountain lions are awful. If if you get bitten by one, they're awful. It's just, have someone, you gotten bitten by one? No, a guy I got see that you fought a mountain lion at some you point. You see that? I could see <laughs> a guy in Cupertino. Uh, his kid, a six-year-old kid, got attacked right in front of him. They were walking on a trail. Whoa. That's where Apple is. Mountain lion jumps out, bites oh. a kid. There's mountain lions like in Hollywood. Yeah, I saw I saw a fox on the street in Hollywood. What? A yeah. fox just walking around. Oh yeah, in yeah. Los Feliz. You sure, it wasn't a cougar. Uh, I don't know. Is, are yeah, you talking look, about a real fox? Yeah, a real fox. Yeah, they have real foxes. In in LA? Yeah, they're very, what very What do you mean, rare. like a fake fox? No, he, ma- he was trying to say like foxy lady. No, that, no. Oh, yeah, you I were saw a real foxy lady. <laughs> I thought you were so saying that. This game was a fox. <laughs> yeah, I saw this real fox in Los Feliz. You no, I didn't think fox. that foxes were in LA. <laughs> Isn't that no, funny? like a fox walking around. And my friend's cat just got eaten by coyotes. That happens all the time. Yeah. 
Wow. Did you see there was an article showing frozen people and animals and people that have died from being frozen? Like there was a lot of homeless people just like sitting there on a, like a park Ugh. bench frozen. But one thing was interesting was a uh, – Jamie, they have a – like if you see fox frozen in water, it's a fox that was trying to cross this water and it just froze like mid uh, – Yeah, mid thing. I've seen it. There's yeah. an elk that was frozen yeah. standing up standing and the coyotes up. Ate, it ate it while it was standing up. Yeah. So it's like just skeletons standing up in a field. Stuck in the snow Insane. and ice. It's so creepy. The homeless people. And the, there was one guy with like his eyes this wide open, looking. Oh, yeah. Look at that. This bottom one right there. Why is oh. its eyes so messed up? Because it's, it's frozen. Oh. <laughs> it's super this cold. Right here is a little bit better, I think. This one. But I'm actually. You know what? I'm cool with animals that die naturally in the wild. They all die naturally. I mean, that's everything like, is. You know, it'd I'd be unnatural if they stayed alive. Unless this has to do with global warming, I'm fine with it. <laughs> Can we prove that this has nothing to do with global warming? I what are, what can, are your right? thoughts on global warming? <clears throat> Love it. You're happy? <laughs> Huge fan. <laughs> uh, my thoughts on it. I, you know what? I, um, I mean, it's hard to deny that something fucked up is happening right now, right? Yeah, pretty hard to deny. Yeah, I, I definitely believe that we've fucked things up. I don't know if we have. I think we certainly have. Um, done a lot of damage as far as like pollution and particulates, yeah. but I listen to people that say that they know that we have done it, and I believe them and I trust them. You mean scientists? Yeah, oh. but I don't know. You know, I have no. I'm an idiot. Well, you know? why, like, so like, when why I, don't we believe scientists on that? Well, I certainly do. I mean, I, I, what I'm saying is I don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm listening to them, yeah. and they're making a lot of sense, and I would always go towards the scientists, but I have no idea. Like whether or not people are actually causing global warming or whether or not global warming is going to be the sky is falling moment that 2000 wasn't or that 2012 yeah. wasn't. I don't know. I just feel like it's it's so scary that we are just like, I don't want to deal with that right now. You think so? Yeah. I think it's like one of these things Might where be. in order to actually deal with it, we'd have to be way more scared right now. Because every time mm. a report comes out, scientists are just like, yeah, it's going to be all over in like 20 years. You know, but didn't they say that about AIDS too? <laughs> that AIDS would be over. Remember, we, we'd all be dead by '97 or something like that. Did they say that? Fuck yeah! There was there were some doom and gloom motherfuckers back when when Magic Johnson came out with AIDS. That's when everybody fucking panicked because it was like a zombie movie where the president goes on TV and tells you he's a zombie. I'm sorry, I'm going to become a zombie in a couple of days. Like what? Like Magic Johnson? Magic Johnson was the king. He's a celebrity. Yeah, yeah, he's a fucking huge super athlete. Right. He's one of the best basketball players of all time. It would be like if god. LeBron came out with global warming. Yeah, like he just oh was like, god. "I have global warming." Oh my god, LeBron's got global warming. <laughs> is there any positive thing about AIDS though? Is like that, let, like besides weight loss and stuff like that, is there anything positive to look at it? Because like I know um, so many people that have AIDS now, and they're, they're well, like, they don't have AIDS. Great. They or have HIV. HIV. Yeah. Positive. Uh, you probably Definitely get to not. do a lot of interviews. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've seen this. There was some scientific study they did where they injected a sick person with HIV, like the HIV to combat some other disease. Like it was an inert form of HIV. Yeah, that could infect I did them. hear, did you hear that. about that. Didn't well, we cure it? Well, this is what they're trying to do now. They're trying to. This is like some radical new form of therapy for certain diseases, like in cancer. Even they're injecting like diseases into the disease so that the disease yeah. fights the cancer. cancer. Or like it might measles. be the other way around. I think cancer can defeat AIDS. 
Really? It's like <laughs> rock paper scissors. I'm serious. It's like it's, Freddy versus Jason. It's, it's like, rock paper scissors of diseases. You would never think the paper would be to rock, <laughs> right. but it does. I think that's true. I'm not even kidding. I think wow. that there's something like if you inject a certain type of cancer into an AIDS cell, it mm. just goes like it just fucking kills yeah. the AIDS. Well, there's no AIDS cell, right? There's T cells that are bad, and it's your immune system that's shot. So with with AIDS, it would be really hard. I think I think oh, no, it's a virus. It. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, but, they but there's did... like an actual like you could see what AIDS looks like. There's like a photo of AIDS. Well, if you want to bring something up on Google, photo of AIDS. There's a photo of the virus, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can they find that isolated in your body? I know that they did the HIV thing with a tumor because they could find the tumor and then just shoot something into it. So you could possibly put HIV <clears throat> in herpes and have HIV instead of herpes, and some people would actually probably rather have that. Who would want that? I don't know. Herpes is. Well, are those drugs you have to take, those protease inhibitors, those are are those really bad for your body? For yeah. for AIDS? Yeah, the HIV pills. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't really know bad. if they're as bad anymore. I hear AIDS belly is a thing now. You get, like, AIDS belly. I'm not kidding. Like, there's, what? like, you Brian, get... Brian, stand big, up. Is that full of cum? <laughs> this is AIDS belly. No, no, no. Like, there's, there were all these ads all over New York at some point that were like, are you dealing with AIDS belly? Just get the fuck out of here. Swear to God. There's a thing. Oh, my God. Uh, call in if you guys have AIDS. <laughs> that might be one of those things that someone created as a marketing ploy. <laughs> I'm trying to sell my ab regimen and it's not Drink working. Gatorade. Do you yeah. tell suffer? people they have AIDS belly? Do you suffer from AIDS belly? Um, I thought that was a real commercial for a second. Uh, yeah, I I, I hear that too. you just. I think it's the pills that uh, distend? distend your belly. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I, well, we know a dude who has HIV. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do too. I've known several people that got it, and I was like, Is it the man, same how guy? much longer? I don't know. Maybe. We'll talk later. Yeah. Don't want to out somebody. But Magic Johnson. No. Yeah. No. I know <laughs> like an actual person that oh. I actually know. And, you know, he's he's fine. I just don't understand how we thought that it was going to kill everybody. Well, I guess I understand. Scientists figured out a way to cure most of the issues that come along with that disease. So what was a death sentence? Well, you're all, I'm assuming, and I don't know this person you know, but I'm assuming that they are of the middle class and they are like, they're not like a poor poverty stricken person, right? He's not wealthy by any stretch of the imagination. No. No, I think it's all, it's, he's actually probably pretty poor. It's all paid for by um, insurance. insurance. Oh. Yeah. Which is, I, a, I, I assume people still do die of AIDS, right? That's, a, that's the question. We yeah. were ask, actually asking this the other night. We are like, when was the last time you heard about someone dying of AIDS? Like, it used to be you'd, Freddie Mercury died of AIDS. Holy shit, Freddie yeah. Mercury? Yeah. Fuck. Like, there was always these people that uh-huh. were dying of AIDS. You don't hear that anymore, you know? Right. Definitely not high-profile people. I don't know. even know about low-profile. Okay, okay. AIDS, let's just, we don't know, so let's just take a guess. AIDS How many deaths. AIDS deaths per year would you... 2014. Let's say 2014. Yes. They might be adding like 2009 in it. Uh, right. I would say 60,000. This is like Whoa. a really dark price is right. Really? <laughs> yeah. That many? Yeah. I still... 60,000? I would say even, maybe even higher. Let's, in the let, U.S.? Okay, let's say the U.S. because here's where it gets funky. When they start counting Africa... And one of the reasons why it gets funky is because if you say oh, there's HIV. The oh, I thought you meant USA. USA. Let's just go with USA. Okay. Because if you go with the world, the real problem with the world is, as it's been explained to me, in Africa, it's easy that the, they can get funding from AIDS organizations if someone has HIV. They, they will say, you know, this person is getting AIDS. They're, they're testing positive for AIDS. And this is like there's X amount of AIDS cases. But they might not have HIV. 
and they're not going to test them for it. What they might have a bunch of different diseases. Like in Africa, well, you could have a whole host of different diseases that destroy your immune system. So they might have HIV, but they also might have a bunch of other shit. That's so what when I was going to say. Like you die of pneumonia. Right. But like, when they yeah. say 30,000, when they say those numbers in Africa, what it's been explained to me by legit scientists is that it's possible that you have to consider that those people don't all have HIV. It might be unrelated illnesses that's causing their immune system to get destroyed. Some of them might have HIV, but some of them might have cancers and toxic poisoning. Who knows? There could be a lot of other issues. So okay. they don't, you know, they're just seeing people who have AIDS. They're not testing every single person that they throw into this grand number. But that's not in the U.S. Not in the U.S. Yeah. So in the U.S., yeah, that's what I was saying. Let's go with the U.S., not worldwide. What do you want to say? I'm uh, going gonna, gonna to say uh, 20,000. Okay, I say 12. I say 60. Many I say one. In the U.S., Died of AIDS in 2014. Here we go. An estimated 1.5 million people died from Whoa. AIDS. I win. 2013. Wait, 39 was... million people have died worldwide. Oh my God, we're so dumb. <laughs> What's wrong with us? An estimated 1.5 so million right people. This is worldwide. Oh, worldwide. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's Africa's 90%. But yeah. still. 1.4 Jesus in Christ. Sub-Saharan Africa, here it is. Sub-Saharan Africa has the biggest burden of HIV AIDS with almost 70% of the global total of new HIV infections. But that's HIV. Hmm. That's not, they're not saying AIDS. You got to say in the U.S. AIDS-related deaths in the U.S. In 2010, HIV was a seventh leading cause of death. Huh. That sounds like a lot of people. 1.1 million people in the U.S. right now are living with HIV. De oh, here we go. I was right. The estimated uh, deaths, 13,834 with... Uh, wow, you were closest. Yeah, and that was in 2011. So, I, you know, that close. sounds like a lot. Right? That's a lot of people. I mean, that's a lot of people. Still a lot of people. Yeah. If it's the seventh. Yeah, but look at something like pneumonia or even chicken pox or how many people die a year yeah. from just anything. How many people die of uh, alcohol? You oh, know, things like that. One. Yeah. Oh, that's giant. That's 70,000. That's 70,000 plus in America every year. Every year. Just directly from drinking themselves to death. Yeah, but that's not even like car-related no. deaths no. from alcohol. Yeah. yeah. That's not domestic violence, murder. Yeah. How many not... from pot? Zero. Yeah, zero. There's probably been some people that have done some stupid shit that's caused them to die because they were on pot. Dabs. If you smoked pot and then just drove off the fucking bridge because right. you spaced and you drowned, does pot take that hit? Who who gets... I mean, essentially... Has, are there numbers? I don't think there are numbers on that. Right. Must be. There must be. I mean, I don't know I've never heard that in all these anti-legalization arguments. I've well, never heard those numbers. Well, it's probably not nearly as prevalent because it doesn't affect your motor skills the way alcohol does. Like, everybody knows across the board that if you drink, you get drunk, you're compromised. But pot doesn't really compromise you physically. So the numbers are going to be way different. Alcohol is like 100%. Like, you pull people over and they're drunk. They're not driving as good. It's 100%. If you've right. had seven drinks and you get in the car, you just don't drive as I mean, good as you do when you're sober. It's 100%. But there's people that can get high as fuck and get in a car and drive excellent, and there's I've, no issue I've at all. driven really poorly <laughs> on really high. They've actually done studies. They've done I've tests done, it, on people. No recognizable issues yeah. except when they get too high. 
But, but these people are probably rookies. They're getting these rookies that don't get high, and they're getting them too high, and they fucking, they're turning corners, and they panic in the mid-corner. You know what happens when I get really high and I drive? I forget I'm driving mm-hmm. for a few minutes. Yeah. Like, you're driving, and you're just like, your mind is wandering to something else. You know, you got, you got the Ben Folds album on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just... yeah. But yeah, that's true. That's scary, too, because you always think, like, what was I doing for, like, the last 10 minutes? Was I even, like, awake at this time? Too loud? My headphones went out. Oh, it went out? Yeah. Oh. You know that weird thing? That weird thing that people do where you're in the middle of doing something, you go, whoa, how the fuck did I get here? Like, how did I I zone out and autopilot all the way home? Like, took all the turns, and then you're driving up the street. No, totally sober. Just space out, but do everything correctly. I've done that. Oh, before. I do that. I I forget why I went into a certain room of my apartment a lot. <laughs> like I'll just be like, I got to go to the kitchen, and I'll be in the kitchen. I'll be, like, what did I need in the kitchen? But you I remember, remember walking this. in there? I guess. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I'm when I'm like, driving, I went like miles, and I'm like, oh, I'm already past this spot. Yeah, hmm. and it sucks yeah. because when you come out of realizing that, you're like, am I still in it? Am I still? Am I driving? Like, like you're still kind of trying to catch up to the now because you're thinking so much, like trying to figure out what you were doing in the past that you're not even paying attention. Focusing yeah, yeah. on what you're doing. Yeah, right you're trying now. to rewind. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I do I, in the shower all the time. I'll just shower everything and forget that I've washed anything. Oh yeah. I'll be like, did I wash any part of my body? And then I'll. All of a sudden, I'll be like, oh, I guess. And right. then I'll just shower again. Or you forgot that you forgot to wash the butthole, <laughs> yeah. and then you have to turn the shower what back if, on and have a cold wash. people who don't smoke pot have these problems. Everybody does. Everybody well, does. that's one of the things they say to cure Alzheimer's or to prevent it as much as possible. You're supposed to take different routes to work. You're supposed to drive different ways. Like if To you prevent get, Alzheimer's? Yeah, not to prevent it, but to slow down the onset if it's coming. Oh, if you have it. They, th- they say that when people go and do the same thing every day in the exact same order, there's no unusual input. So your brain just recognizes it almost right. like as a, on a psych- subconscious level and never has to process. Like, I don't have I to process. That. I get this. So it, it becomes yeah. atrophied. Yeah, I feel that. I feel creatively atrophied when I don't meet new people or yeah. I don't see a new place. If you're yeah. just seeing the same people every day, yeah. you just feel like, like your mind is dying. Yeah, you get bored. Yeah, you just get, get locked into the same experience over and over and over again. Yeah. yeah. Driving around, like, going, I think probably moving to a new fucking place would be really smart for us, too. I mean, that's what we all were designed for. We're designed, we're hunter-gatherers. That's what we're, that's our DNA. I just, like, I think about, too, and, you know, I, you tour all the time, and I, I travel on the road to do stand-up, and it's like, I wonder what that does to my mind, to have to get used to a city for four days and be alone. Like, that's a weird thing. The alone thing's weird. It's so weird. I go so many days where I don't talk to anyone, and the first time I talk to people is an hour of stand-up. Yeah. Like, that's, like, crazy. Yeah. What does that do to your brain? It's not good. It can't be, right? Well, a lot of comics get depressed when they do the road. Oh, yeah. I figured out a way to stop that early. What do you do? Bring your friends. I want to. I bring friends on the road with me. I, every well, time you're at I the point gigs, where you could get openers. Like they I don't let it, me bring openers. I did it back then. That's the only way I did it. I, you I've been demanded doing it, it. Yeah, I've been doing it that way since the '90s. It is so much more fun when they let me do it. <sighs> I just tell them, like, look, I'm t- I'm going to bring you a great comic. I'm going to give you a great show. I'll pay for his airfare. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I took the That's hit financially yeah. to bring guys out because yeah. I was like, it's way better. There's a difference between making you know, 500 extra bucks. And being miserable and lonely or yeah. having 500 less bucks and hanging out with your friend. Yeah. And it's good for them, too, because it gives these guys who might be landlocked in L.A. I take them on the road and expose them to these clubs and they oh, kill. Yeah. And then, like, 
like Hinchcliffe. I just I took him to uh, the Comedy Works in Denver, and then he got booked as a headliner after he opened for me. So it was like, you know, you can you can do that, and you can get guys in the door that way too. You know? Yeah, it's great. I I love to bring people. I mean, it's just it, got to force your you, agent into doing it for you. Just tell them this is the show. It you just know? keeps you from just needing to masturbate all day. Like I just all day, man. That's when you're where on the you're road. Wrong. It's crazy. It doesn't keep you from doing that. That's oh, where you're wrong. <laughs> you're gonna do it anyway. Because at go, least hey, you're man, like, I forgot something back in my room. <laughs> like, guys knocking on your door ten minutes later. Are we still going to have lunch? Hey, um, I'm still. I can't find it. Uh, I went back to the fleshlight the other day, and I was like, "Why did I leave this? This you is way better." <laughs> yeah. I had never done. I've never done oh, a yeah, fleshlight. It's good. You? Yeah, we used to have it as a sponsor. Oh, I never. Like a, one of our earliest. Sponsors. Can I get one? How do I? Wish Are I they had expensive? Around. We had a box of them. Do we still have a box from here? Did I bring a box in? Yeah. See if you can find one. Did for you see that app. video where they interviewed the girl who's the model for the fleshlight? Yeah, they the they, model. They There's like a hundred. Are there? Yeah, I don't know. That, maybe they lied about that. But they, they said use it all was these her vagina. Oh, she's probably shit. It's, it doesn't look like a vagina in there. It looks like <laughs> some sort like, of a octopus. I think thing. She's like Romanian or something. She's like, I'm so proud. It's oh. my vagina. That was one of those local news pieces where they go, "This is what we're going to tell you. We're going to tell you that the <laughs> flashlight." It's the 10th oh. anniversary of being modeled. There you, there go. you go. It's got one for oh, you. Oh, that's the good one. It looks Whoa! like a beer can, so you can just keep it in the fridge. And Look no at this. Notes, so. yeah. Look at those lips. That's a mouth one, too. Mm, you can fuck oh, it's that a mouth rubber one. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a can. I literally had some sponsors or some uh, guests that told me, I can't be on an episode where you do that, where you, where you have the, f- like Sam Harris, first time he came on. It was like one yeah. of the stipulations. What? He couldn't, I, we couldn't have that as a sponsor on the him. episode that he was on. Why? I miss Because he didn't want to uh, be associated with a rubber vagina. Why? That's so crazy. Because he's me. a neuroscientist and an author and a respected oh, intellectual. that's crazy. <laughs> couldn't you just not do it on that episode then? That's what I did. Yeah. That's what I did. Do you miss them? I miss them. What? You miss who? Fleshlight. They were so fun to talk about all the time. And no, I don't miss. We said what? as much as we could have What would you said. say is the biggest advantage to using a fleshlight? It doesn't feel like your hand. It feels like, I mean, if you put the right lotion on it, it actually feels pretty good. It's crazy. I, I, I haven't done it in like a long time, so I was like, I was like, oh my God, this is... But then they, yeah, I the just came. got grossed out a little bit. You should. I He's just, gross. I just felt a little gross. <laughs> it's um, it's just they designed of some sort of a rubbery. I don't know what the yeah. what they actually use. It's almost like a food based thing. I think it's like gelatin based, but it feels like human flesh. It's way better than your hand because okay. your hand you feel. I know your hand sends signals. I do have times <laughs> where I'm like, there needs to be more. You know, like I need more out of this. I don't mm. know what. I need to do differently. That's a commitment, though, to fuck that thing. Because you got to wash it afterwards. Right. It's just you feel like a loser. <laughs> you got to wash it. You shoot a, a load into this fucking rubber tube. You're like, right. what is wrong with me? I just want to get to the point financially where I could just throw it out. As soon you as can I'm totally done do that. And just get a new one. How much do they cost? Well, they're like 50 That's rich to me. They're pretty expensive. But yeah. when we were getting them for free, I used to do that. I got lazy. <laughs> I, I, like, like I'll be like, uh, I'll just leave it on the nightstand. And then two days Ugh. later, I'm like, you know what? I'm just throwing this away. Yeah, you don't want to wash four-day-old cum out of your I'll just have line. my girlfriend do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just hire a housekeeper. No, no, no. You don't have to vacuum. Just the flashlight. clean these things. There's a box of Did them. See, there's <laughs> like a, a hamper full oh, by the bed. There's a great video in, in, like, I think it's, like, local news in China where they see one of these in, like, a puddle of water, and they think it's a new fish. Oh, yeah, yeah. That uh, they've discovered a species of fish. Yeah, that was hilarious. I, I don't believe that. I it's think true, that's man. It's true. Marketing it's true. Things. He, he says it. It's true. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it was on the news. It was on the news. That's how I found out of it. It was on the news. Oh, well, it was on the news. Me, it has to be true. No, when you news. see it, though, it looks I mean, like a fish. There's no way. There's the photo of HIV. Whoa. Whoa. Look, Whoa. HIV looks like weed. It's, Hold on. It, back it up. It does. That it was true. Did you pull that up earlier? I asked him to, yeah. Yeah, I didn't see that. It was psychedelic. I wasn't looking. That's what HIV looks like. Did you show us this, Jamie? Yeah, yeah, they Damn, took I that photo. The one on the bottom left, dude. Looks they like look weed. like weed buds. They do, they do. The one that, oh my god, it looks exactly like weed. AIDS is weed. It looks That's like... how they convince the other cells to, to attach it. <laughs> it's just weed, man. It looks like the geodome that Paulie Shore and Stephen Baldwin were in, but it's covered by weed donuts. Wow, you it's covered bio by like flashlights. Remember biodome? Yeah, that's like their biodome. But it's green. Oh that's my what god! It looks like. Look at the one up top. Look at the one above that, Jamie. Go up there, that, yeah, that one of the blue strings. Yeah. What the fuck? Why is Whoa. that one so different looking? Dude, I don't know. Smoke AIDS. What said that in the article? It said HIV is evolving. What is it saying, Jamie? That's crazy. Click on it again. Evolving to be less deadly. Whoa, that's Why? fascinating. Because it likes us. It's, it? it's tired of being rude. <laughs> yeah. It's tired of killing all those <laughs> becoming gay more people. PC. <laughs> well, it realizes there's less flair in the world when all those gay people start dropping like flies. Well, well, to be honest, the guy that wrote this article only has one eye, so maybe he read something wrong. Yeah. And he's a contributor. He's not a writer. Yeah, he's not a writer. Oh. Well, let's see the, the <laughs> image. Look at the image of that thing. God. It's crazy. Mm. Organisms like that, like diseases. This is a weird article. so terrifying because they're these thoughtless little life forms that will take over your life and on a huge percentage of people kill them you know like the amount of flu deaths every year you ever pay attention to the amount of flu deaths yeah it's a lot it should scare the fucking shit out of I've you i've never gotten a flu shot though and i've never gotten the flu what never had the flu never never, never ever that's had the amazing flu. isn't that crazy what do you eat do you are you like super healthy with your no diet? i'm no? actually the opposite i'm very very unhealthy in my diet that's and, amazing. Uh, I never got the flu. Never got a flu shot either. Dude, like, someone should bottle you. I wonder if that. I wonder what that is. You have excellent genes, probably. Yeah, yeah, you well, have an excellent immune system. What are right. you? Um, I'm HPV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a human pussy wart. <laughs> now, what what uh, nationality are you? Uh, I'm, my mom was born in Israel, and hmm. uh, my dad is just like party know, stock. American weird. Like, Can't be American. That mm. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. No, because my, my parents have be. gotten the flu a bunch of times. Israelis, that's some healthy stock, man. Those are survivors. There's some tough fucking people come out of Israel. It, you know, tough women. It's very yeah, very different than what we associate with like American Jewish women. Like the stereotype is what like kind of whiny and like Herman, Herman, where are you? We've we've got to make you're, you're right. gonna make us late. Yeah, like very motherly. No, well, Israeli women are just very much like I'm right, you're wrong. There's the commercial yeah. that, that they thought it was. I some... am so not buying this at all. <laughs> <laughs> not even for a fucking. If you second. listen to it, the fact that this guy doesn't know that that's rubber. They he's thought either, it was some sort of squid or. Something. He's either completely retarded or this is bullshit. And I'm going with this is bullshit. Look, they're they measuring, measuring it. This is a joke. <laughs> this is a joke. Uh, this guy's on, an look idiot. At these people. Yeah, what? You, These are like just back at their country face? people. <laughs> yeah. Look at her. She's on TV. Look at her. And that's sewer grease that they have it in. Dude, this is like their oh, version of some of parody sewer show. Sewer oil that they sewer use? Oil. Gutter yeah, oil. That's gutter, gutter oil. oil. That's gutter great. Oil. Yeah. yeah, I don't buy it for a fucking second. Uh, it's got like warts on it. <laughs> it's hit the road. Dude, that's it's not warts. That's shit. <laughs> it's been, <laughs> been worn across the country. <laughs> that's amazing that you've never had the flu. I don't think I've ever met anybody. I've never had it. And, um, 
yeah, I, I just, I really, I, now I can't get flu shots, I feel like. I feel like if I get a flu shot, I'm just going to well, get Well, I don't think you need to get a flu shot. And the flu shots are tricky because they're very, like, this year was particularly ineffective. Like, even my doctor was mocking it this year. Because it's so strong now? It's so No, it's just they, they've failed. It's like they, they make these calculations based on whatever strains are out there, and right. then they develop a vaccine for that strain of the flu. But this year it was like completely ineffective. Like oh, it's only effective in like twenty percent of the cases. So like a lot of people that got the flu shot still wound up getting the flu. Yeah. People I know that got the flu. Oh, shot. Oh yeah, Me I mean there's no guarantee. But right? here's one thing you should fucking do, folks: get goddamn vaccinated. There's a measles outbreak oh, yeah, at Disneyland because yeah. these fucking people think that you don't have to vaccinate your kids. Like. There's other protocols. Like maybe you might think that like giving your kid 26 injections when they're born is kind of fucked up. And there's other there's doctors that agree with you. But there's almost no doctors that agree that you should never get vaccinated. Why? What's their reason? They're just like it's going to People don't want vaccines. But there's certain drug like polio and shit like that that's been almost almost completely eradicated because of vaccines. Like it's there's real science behind vaccines. Yeah, I hear polio is making a comeback, too. Yeah, I heard polio is coming back as well. Polio is coming back. And all this is because people don't want to vaccinate their kids. You know? It's It's so easy. It's so quick. And it's like... (sighs) It's so weird, Oh, because of autism? Didn't someone say you Mm -hmm. get autism from... Well, there's some people that believe that. Yeah. There's also some people that... Well, here's what's crazy. There's people that could eat certain foods that you would have no problem with and they get really sick. Like people that have nut allergies... Like, my kid goes to school, and they, they make sure you have, like, we are a no-nut school. They have, like, you can't bring nuts in your in your food. You can't bring, like, snacks that have nuts in them. You can't do it because yeah. some kids, they'll eat those fucking things, and they just die. So some right. people, if you inject the same thing in a 1,000 people, you might have 999 people that have zero problem with it at all. But one person has a real reaction. And the question becomes, do we change this drug that's so beneficial to all the 999 people because one person has an adverse reaction, one biological anomaly, as right. it were. So that's no, you can't. I mean, obviously, you can't. That's what doctors are running into. And then there's also there's a lot of suspicion of pharmacological greed. You know, that these people that are making the money, these pharmacy companies, well, that they're just greedy as fuck, and they want you to get by with like three injections, but they want you to get twenty because the amount mm-hmm. of money that they'll earn is substantially more if you get twenty. If you mandate that every kid has to get twenty injections. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's crazy to me that that people are just like not doing it. It's so scary because these, you know, you could get like a serious disease. That we've eradicated, it could get hold again, and then if enough people are not vaccinated against that disease, it could be a fucking real issue. Disease is fucking terrifying, man. That's scary. I didn't have any thing about diseases. I never was worried about them. I got an AIDS test in 1994, and I was shitting my pants, shitting my pants. I can't believe that I've gone this long without major problems. Do you ever think about that? Like how like yeah. crazy it is that that we can go this long without getting something crazy? Yeah. Like Ebola or, you know, some sort of weird cancer that no one's heard of. What I was going to say is I, I never had a problem with it until I did this TV show. And I talked to this Russian guy who worked in the biological weapons department in the Soviet Union where they had trenches filled with anthrax. <clears throat> and all these people that are virus experts, we went to the, um, the um, uh, what is it called? The, the, 
Center for CDC uh, down in Galveston, Texas, where they have four-foot-thick walls, and they have all the worst hemorrhagic viruses contained in that lab where they study them and try to devise vaccines and shit for them. Crazy spacesuits. Every every room has vacuums in the ceiling that pull all the air out of it in case right. anything. I mean, it's all. I mean, I've seen the movie crazy Outbreak. Prop- I know. They're not afraid of anything other than natural shit. They're afraid of diseases. They're afraid of diseases that just emerge on their own out of nowhere. And their thought is it's just a matter of time. Like we're running, and there's like a wave behind us. It's gonna hit. It's just but see, then hit. it's like, what do you be? What do you should you get afraid of? That you you can't do anything about that. So what? Like I wish I I mean I wish I was more concerned about stuff like that. Like it's 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 just so crazy that I can't even well, like what would I do? Because <clears throat> what would happening. I do to prevent it? Is not wear much a you mask can do. like you know a Japanese tourist? Well, you have a good immune system, obviously, if you've never gotten the flu. Have you ever had a high temperature? Thank you. Oh yeah. <clears throat> have you ever shit while having a high? I used temperature? to get a lot of stomach viruses. Yeah, I used oh, to get a you? lot of those. Hmm. I don't know why, but yeah, never never the flu. Isn't that crazy? It's amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm terrified. And now I feel like I'm jinxing it. No. You'll be fine. Just stay positive. Yeah. <laughs> Eat oranges and stay positive. Someone's going to want to give me the flu now. Yeah. They're going to get really mad. Yeah. It's just weird that we share this earth with these little aliens that want to kill us. I mean, that's really what they are. It's weird biological things you can't even see. And we want to kill them. They want, yeah, it's a war. Yeah, it's a war going on, man. It's and they, crazy When war. they win, they take over your body and it, it decomposes. They literally eat your body. That's what's so fucked up about it. Right. When they win, it's like a bonanza, you know? Like they it's a it's a fine dance. They take it. Because the best way to spread is to don't kill them quick. You got to kill them slowly. Yeah. So they spit on everything and cough on everybody on the subway. That's how you spread. But the real motherfucker diseases, they're like dudes who are like two pump chumps. Like I can't wait. Arr! They they can't they can't help themselves. They just want to kill you quick. You know, like there's some strains of the flu that, that literally aren't as deadly because they kill you so quick. They can't get as what's many the, people. What's the craziest disease they've discovered? Is it still anthrax? Like what's the craziest, Well, hemorrhagic viruses are the scariest. Those are the, like, like they're just, you're Ebola like, in a day ones. you're gone. Well, they get but you Ebola, quick. you could still, I know people had Ebola and they were just like, well, I got fever and then I went to the doctor <laughs> and like. If you get it quick enough. If they catch what it is quick enough and they get you to a real hospital yeah, in America, well, land of the free, home of the brave. But if you're in Africa. Wait, where? That's right here. Oh, America. Okay. Right here. American <laughs> sorry, sniper. Sorry. Respect. No, like, um, but if you're in a thatch hut roof place in right. fucking Bangladesh and they tell you you have Ebola, you're going to be shitting your pants. They're going to like rummage through their Tupperware looking for medicine. No, we got nothing. Mm-hmm. Look, you know, they'll pop the top on these things, look for something they could hit, fix you with. Nope, nothing. Nope, not going to happen. Chickens are running around on the floor in front of you. I've seen chickens in Little Armenia in Hollywood yeah. running around. How are your chickens? <laughs> Any new chicken stories? You're, 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 you're... No, I've I got to hire someone to kill the coyote. You have chickens? Yeah, I, have 20, oh, well, I used to have oh, 24. Do you live on a farm or something? No, I just have a big piece of property. That's great. I have a big chicken house. It's my house. dream, man. It's great. I eat fresh eggs every morning. Oh, that's the dream. Yeah, they're like a I don't know why dark I love that orange idea. egg, too. They're delicious eggs. That is the dream, man. I want to get a plot of land. I yeah. want to make food on it. Yeah. You know? I've been doing that over the last few years. And you're, you're uh, ready, man. Yeah. If things go down, if the infrastructure implodes, you're like- You're you not, could, though. You could do it. No, because then you're dealing with all these other More people that I aren't could. ready. But then you you're know? dealing with all these people that aren't ready. So what are you going to do? You're going to be shotgun. the only guy by yourself with a shotgun and all these people are starving? No, you're going to give them food and you're going to run dry and it's going to suck for everybody involved. 
Yeah. You're better off if an asteroid hits, if it hits your fucking head. You know, you don't want to be like in the outskirts. The, the guy living up there, you know, in the remnants of a fucking shattered world. I don't think I mean that apocalyptic. I think I'm talking about like, you Power know. Power outage. <laughs> you know, what if what if food becomes, I mean, food is going to be scarce at some point, right? There's going to, people, are, everyone's talking about the agricultural meltdown. Like, you know, we're not going to be able to They're make just, crops and like. I don't buy it. People think, are going to be like killing each other for food, right? I don't buy it. No. I think they're just not paying as much attention to crops as they would if they had to pay more attention. It's the same thing what we were talking about earlier. I think that, you know, you don't think about it because you don't have to think about it. But if, if it became a real issue and the government started putting massive amounts of resources into growing crops for all the country, they put their funds into that. Halliburton gets behind it. They have giant government contracts to grow crops. Yeah. You have fucking crops growing everywhere. You know, they would they would take a pipeline. They could take a pipeline from Alaska, right? They could take oil. They bring it all the way down to Arkansas. How come they can't do that with water? Well, they can. Of course they could. <laughs> right. And if they wanted to do That's that. What, I, I feel like the whole water thing is like there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way to desalinate, ways. right? Yeah, Eventually. Yeah, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Apparently it's like stupid expensive and it's not that efficient yet. Right. But one day, yeah, some, someone's going to figure out a way to do it in a way that makes sense. They're going to make money off of it. Yeah. And it's, I don't think we're going to run out of food. I think we're going to run out of space. We're going to run out of resources, and we're going to run out of air. We're going to fuck the air up. You well, know, that's I mean, a, there's got to be issue. You look at graphs of population, and like from the time of, of Jesus, or even before like the time of cavemen, like there's been this like steady graph. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the Industrial Revolution happens, and it's like spikes. And like we have so many more people than we, we can handle. Yeah. There's got to be something, right? I there's don't understand things. But I, I feel like, you know, I, I'm not speaking out of any expertise, but something's going to happen, right? Well, there's definitely a pattern, right? There's a, definitely a pattern of abuse and overuse and gluttony and, you know, pollution of the ocean, pollution of the air. But when they, if they figure it out... And this when, is a depressing podcast. No, but it's not because what, I think when people have their back up against the wall, that's when they're forced to innovate, when they literally are forced. Like, just like with all these other things we've been talking about. When you're forced to recognize the fact that we're running out of food, then the, the government figures yeah. out how to step in and ensure the fact that people get food. I think there's going to come a point in Until time there where there's no such thing as waste. That waste is going to equal energy. And they'll be able to... like when, amazing. Like, right now, if you take... There's new cars that are so good at emissions that when they're driving through a polluted area, like they were driving through Mexico City, the air that comes out of the car is actually cleaner than the air that goes in. That's a fact. Whoa. Yeah, there's German cars that do that. The Porsche 911 Turbo, in fact. When you drive through Los Angeles, if you're driving through downtown, it's thick with fucking stinky smog. The air coming out of the exhaust pipes is better to fucking breathe than the air that it's taking in on its intake. Wow. Yeah. That's nuts. So it's going to come a point in time where they can figure out how to use that shitty air, like use the carbon dioxide and the carbon monoxide in the air for fuel. They just need to figure out how to extract it. Like right now, what we're doing is like we have – there's a two-step process. You know, you make something and that like there's like a waste product. But that waste product is – it's really almost an engineering issue. It's almost like once we innovate to a point where whatever that stuff is – like everything will be nuclear sustainable waste. or yeah. renewable? like nuclear waste or gasoline. Like, okay, here's a perfect example. People that live by, by like, airplanes, anybody who lives by airports, significant amount of people suffer lung damage. Yeah. They have lung disease, asthma. It's like pretty significant. You should never live near an airport, uh-huh. major airports especially. But there's, this, there's some shit that you're breathing in, right? But why is it out there? How do you get it? 
What what is that stuff? Is it flammable? Is it chem- can it be used as fuel? How can it be extracted from the it's air? Methane, right? I don't know what the fuck it is. Maybe there is methane, but that's yeah. from what bi- about biological. what about the fact that that's there's like Wi-Fi waves and cellular oh, waves yeah. all that's over everywhere. That's true. So too. there's like so much stuff that we it, we create. That is bad yeah. for us. Well, that's not you necessarily can't... true. I don't think they've ever proven that Wi-Fi is bad for you or that cellular is bad for you. It just feels bad. It's bad for bugs. It's really bad for uh, bees. Is it? Yeah, it's really bad for bees. Bees apparently their communication system gets completely fucked up by From uh, Wi-Fi, by Wi-Fi, and by cellular <sighs> networks. It's like they're hearing a next door neighbor that won't stop banging, yeah. and it never goes away. Oh like they God. can live. They can live, but they're like, everywhere around them is people, LOL, you know, fucking. Yeah, they just hear everything we're saying. They probably don't just hear it. They hear all the porn we're watching on the internet. They hear like everything through the airwaves. When you send a text, it's like, Jesus. Everywhere. Just flying around. You ever go somewhere that has no cell phone, no cell phone, no Wi-Fi? Oh, yeah. It feels so quiet. It feels amazing. Like yeah, because I've actually only in the last year I've made a point of being away from my phone, like totally away from my phone. Not just in the other room, but like if I go on a hike, I leave the phone in the car. Like I do, <sighs> because like we are never alone. We're never mm. like unreachable. It's true. Like even if you're alone, you're not alone because you're like, oh, let me check out what friends are uh, tweeting should, at me. You should just turn it off though if you're going on a hike, because then the uh, what a mountain lion is going to be. But even if I turn it off, I feel like I still have the option. I just want to be totally away from it, and mm. it feels great. And then I get back, and I'm like, "Ooh, I have like four emails." You know, yeah, I, don't I know to... what you mean. <laughs> Isn't it funny? We're so scared to be away from our phone. Like something bad's gonna happen. Like how often do you actually need Is your it? phone? Yeah, no, what's, what's gonna happen? So rarely yeah. do you actually need it to stay alive. Right, right. So rarely. True. But like, if you go on a hike, you're like, oh, "I better bring the fucking phone just in yeah, case." Yeah, I need photos. How many times have you hiked? You hike a hundred times, nothing happens. You'll be fine. Yeah. I've never, I've never been attacked on a hike. Well, when I lived in Colorado, I used to pack heat. I used to walk carrying a with gun. a gun. Yeah, well, that was, would drive me crazy. Well, I was walking in these mountain lion infested woods. Fuck that. <clears throat> and even if they don't kill people all the time, if you were there, the one like the guy in Cupertino where his daughter got uh, or his son rather got attacked by a mountain lion, if that guy had a gun. He could have shot it, not even at right. the animal, just shot it near the animal, and that thing would run, and you're done. It's over. You know, they hear a boom. They're like, wow. They fucking just take off. It yeah. freaks them out. But how often does your kid get attacked by a mountain lion? If you, you live know? in Cupertino and you're that guy and you're walking down that road yeah, and it course. happens, all those numbers are not comforting. It doesn't matter. <laughs> 100% of the time, it, that guy's son has been attacked. The wife is screaming, <laughs> why didn't you bring your gun? How often does it happen? It fucking happened. Yeah. It fucking happened. It does. It happens, but I mean. If Billy's ever- got a chunk taken out of his ass. <laughs> Forever. He's going to be that boy in the locker room they make fun of. You know those fake asses where they take uh, the fat from other parts of their body and they put it in the butt? It started Is that real? Off, yeah, it's real. It started in Colombia, I believe, or Brazil. Uh, most Colombians or Brazilians, ha- girls, have that. They, no, it's That's not how most. common Stop. it is. It's not most. Well, it's, it's not most. pretty common. More than half? It's, pre- well, it's pretty common. Well, Google it. It's pretty common. You have Just a better Google computer. Just Google it. Uh, Use your so they take fat out of like their... So, so their, they, they, they boobs take, and yeah, Jamie, you might even be able to find this, but they they take it out of their side and they put it in their butt. But lately, they've been noticing that the the fat doesn't takes and it goes down their legs and it makes their ankles super fat. And so people what? in Colombia wear uh, these like 
like UGG boots type things are really popular because so many girls have had this problem. It before. goes down to their ankles. It, yeah, this like sounds it, like it, little kid science. Their butt doesn't. Take That's it. everything that he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Columbia little butt kid fat science ankles. exactly. Uh, Columbia butt lugs for whatever. So what I, I would just uh, take home. I know that they're doing fat transplantation to the buttocks I, you and know legs what? for I aesthetic like enhancement. If you Google uh, anything, you'll find it. Long-term results. Wow. The result of the buttock augmentation show that there are 0.5 to 1.0 centimeter reduction at two months. Oh, okay. They're uh, just talking about the efficacy. Conclusion. The hypothesis is that fat applied grafts are real grafts. Was demonstrated not only are the graphs real, but they are able to live and persist the right with the patients growing if the patient gained weight to the glutes area and losing circumference when losing weight. So what they're saying is it works. They're saying that that fat, when you transplant it to the ass, it does make your ass thicker. And that, what are you doing? What was that? I'm reading it. You fuck. How dare you? Yeah. They're saying that it makes it that no damage to the graft was observed. So they this they're saying that so it's fine. It works. Yeah, like it's like it skin grafts. Well. Right. But they actually can make your ass fatter. Yeah. And they can make another part of you thinner. Plant. But it probably comes out all lumpy, you know? I mean how they how do they get it all smooth and perfect? I mean I'm sure there's a more of a process than just stuffing it in. I, I would I assume they put it in it. a blender or something. <laughs> they must like dilute it somehow, right? I don't know, man. Well, they're injecting it, right? So it's if not you ever, like I want to have fun too. Like, look at um, botched butt no, enlargement that's surgery. That's not fun. Whoa, that Whoa, works. Hello, holy shit, that works. <laughs> that's incredible. Most and, and I'm trying yeah, to look at that. Article. But, uh, oh my God! Look at that look one at that down butt. there—the naked oh butt God. with the thong. Well, there's no look proof the that that's the same butt. Well, but. there's a lot of bullshit with these things for sure. Butt augmentation in yeah, Thailand. Yeah, that butt looks great. Well, let's go to that page. Let's find out what they do. Also, one of them's like more in page. color and page, not image. There you go. Um, the um, the the ones where they have implants though—that's scary. That's where they're taking like a a hunk of something like a fucking. Yeah. Some sort of a, it's like a, isn't it like a rubber thing, and they're sticking it in there. Isn't it crazy that no matter what context, when I see a nice bud, I don't even see the whose face it is. I'm just like instantly a little bit turned on. Like yeah. you just see a bigger butt. Why? Why no. is that? Is anyone ever? Because it's like more better for children. Yeah, but especially the hips to waist ratio. When you see a woman with like wide hips, you think, oh, I'm just she like, can give immediately birth. like, oh, okay. We strongly advise against surgical butt implants if your office work <laughs> environment requires excessive sitting over 8 to 10 hours a day. After surgery, the doctors will advise you not to sit directly on your reshaped butt for at least a few days to avoid any unneeded stress to the operated areas during your recovery. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck, man? So, like, Peggy and HR can't get it done. Yeah, if you're going to sit in front be... of a desk, oof. Have you, you've seen the implants that have failed. Now, are those implants they're talking about, yeah. Jamie? No, this is fat transfer. No, this is, yeah, this is an implants. I think it's silicone, right? Or silicone. Butt implants versus fat transfers. Here you go. If your butt area has begun sagging a bit and you're slightly older in age, then a surgical lift will probably be the most appropriate. A surgical butt lift in Thailand is performed by removing fat tissue followed by the tightening of the surrounding skin. The tissue in your buttocks is normally excised. I love that. Slash cut. 
<laughs> that's the same thing. That's like punch slash hit near the <laughs> butt crease to give a natural look with minimal scars. This amazing new technique leaves an unnoticeable scar near your buttocks crease. Yeah, that's noticeable as fuck. You see it in porn films. When girls are getting really? doggied, yeah, you see this weird scar where their butt cheeks meet their taint. I've never seen that. The technique is very popular with Australian and American clients who save 40% when compared to the prices back home. <laughs> but you get 100% more diseases. The new technique is offered in Bangkok and works by carefully sawing away, no, cutting away <laughs> tissue near the intersection of your butt and lower back. <coughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it feels like... Mm. A, a decent thing to do. This is supposedly what uh, Kim Kardashian got. She got the Brazilian butt lift, is, which is what all the Brazilian girls supposedly have. That's why you always go, Brazilians mm. have great ass. No, this is I mean, what that's they... been confirmed, right? She has something. And so does Nicki Minaj. She looks way different than she used to look. Yeah, if they you look both at what look her butt crazy. used to look like. And she also doesn't look like that, like, like she would have that muscular legs. Like, it's not like she's, her legs are these thick yeah. fucking. Like uh, Serena Williams type athlete legs. No, no, they're like she's got a big old. Butt oh, jeez, Louise. Jesus. Good lord. Uh. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's a booty. But that's an athlete's butt. Like you look at Serena's body, like Jesus, that's a fucking. That's a performer. You know, like her her body can move in ways. Kim yeah. Kardashian's just looks like she's wearing a diaper. It's like this <laughs> weird. You know what I mean? It's like this yeah, weird. Like she's got a load in it her diaper. It doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't like make sense with her legs. Well, there's some images of her, like, like you see those photos. Like Kim Kardashian breaks the internet. Her ass looks fantastic, like spectacular. But then you see her, like, there's some red carpet yeah. video of her walking around it with it. Weird. It's weird as fuck because it doesn't yeah. match the rest of her legs. Like, it's, it's way better to have a smaller butt that fits your legs than it is to have these thin legs and this. I actually have the opposite Dumper. problem. I don't have a butt. Like I, I have like an any butt. I'm make serious. Us look at your butt. I'm not. You have an any? I don't have. Yeah, I don't really have a butt. Should I show? I mean, show it's like yeah, go stand up, stand up, stand up. Just take off your underwear. Down. It's just like very well, flat. Oh yeah. Well, it just looks like you don't work out. Don't you don't work out, right? I do. Do I you lift out. weights with your not, butt? Not on my, not with my butt. Yeah. Do you have a seat? And it all. No, we can hear you up there. Does it? Um, you don't like. When you're um, when you're lifting weights, do you do squats or anything with your legs? No, I should. That's right? all it is. Yeah, but I do a lot of like like curls for the girls, running, and curls things for like the that. girls. Oh well, well, running is really good for your legs, but yeah, it's, not it's not so good, good for, for your, butt. your butt. Like if you watch marathon runners, they're they don't have like thick butts. Yeah, there's not a lot of like jumping up. I know. You know. I've always had an issue with that. There's always like pants don't fit right. Mm. They always slide down. You can fix it. Don't get lazy and get a butt job. Yeah, let's get butt jobs together. <laughs> Only, yeah. <laughs> That's the boys' day. Boys day. <laughs> you imagine if that became a thing? Yeah. Well, because they would Do take off squats, our little get a they, they would take off our little, you know, fat things here, and, and so it would actually look better here, and then it would make our butt look together at the same time. Or you would perfect. be so self-conscious on stage because it looks like you're wearing a fucking diaper. It looks like you like. Imagine I just got a huge butt. <laughs> oh my god! I feel like, like they... if butts on guys became big, <laughs> like you, you tied the end of your shorts tight. To your leg and just filled your shorts with shit. And that's what it looks I like. Just, but I have no jokes about it. It's just a huge butt. <laughs> you don't even bring it up. I had a friend that had a, a huge ass, and he was too. massively self conscious about it because he wasn't overweight too much in his upper body. He was very pear shaped, whereas upper body, like his arms, looked totally normal. 
and then his upper body looked fairly overweight, and then it got to his gut, and it distended on the sides, and then his ass was enormous. His ass and legs is where he carried all of his weight. So people would like rat, you know, and when you get in arguments with people, they would go, "Look at your fucking ass, dude!" Like I, oh, if I geez. looked like you, I would be grumpy too. Like people would get really mean with him wow. because of his butt. That's what I think. You know, I <laughs> there's certain guys who look okay fat. You know, like yeah. there's certain guys that are like, "Oh, you're a fat guy. You look great yeah. fat." And then there's certain guys who look really, really bad fat. Yeah. And I think it's if your if your lower half is in shape and your upper half is not. Like Jonah Hill has that. I have that. If I'm if like I used to be way fatter. Like and it looks weird because my I have skinny legs, and then you then it looks like you just are this like half fat minotaur. Yeah, well, yeah. people are allowed to have a fat gut, but if you have like a fairly normal gut but an enormous fat ass and fat boobs, then people are like what the fuck? Like yeah. you're you're weirdly proportioned, and I don't understand <laughs> you because you don't fit in my weird. database. It is weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, we have a database of pot bellies. Like, you see a guy with a pot belly, oh, you don't yeah. even blink. Because we all have a database. It's not like a weird thing. But if you see a girl with a pot belly, you with one of pregnant. two things. Either pregnant or a fucking weird body. When the weird body freaks you out. Like, even if you have no desire to have sex with this woman. If a woman comes near you and she's got a giant Joey Diaz-sized belly, you're like, you're kind of freaked out. But his body makes sense. Makes sense. On His him. body, like yeah. you, you look at it, and you're like, "Oh, you're that yeah. guy. I know yeah. that guy. I've seen My that dad guy. has hung out with that yeah. guy. You know, there's a database. Yeah, there's a yeah. database of that guy. <laughs> but if you have a guy that has like really skinny legs, like yeah. super skinny legs, but like Ralphie Mae's arms, yeah, it's really like, weird. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I don't understand what I'm seeing. I gotta get out of here. I'm too weirded out. I gotta get out of here, man. Yeah, like chest night is over. New weird bodies <laughs> will freak us out. Like things that yeah. are, like we have like a database, we draw from it, and when when, when something doesn't fit in there, it's just like up oh, too weird, gotta go. Yeah, I turned down sex once because this girl had a square butt where it was like you kind turned of turned like, down sex because of it. Yeah, because uh, it just freaked me. I don't, you know, it freaked me out because she had no waist for one thing, and then her butt was completely flat, almost indented. That it's just when you saw it, you're just like, ugh. So like you were sp- in the act, like SpongeBob. in bed. I actually w- was like, all right, well, you know what? I got to go. I, and just, I just took off right before bed. I could never Whoa. do that. And I caught her SpongeBob SquarePants because I, like, it was just it was too gross. <laughs> you didn't call it to her face. No, no. I just put it on her no, Facebook. You just tweeted about it after. <laughs> I just put it on her Facebook. <laughs> With her full name. <laughs> I just gave out her address and geotagged it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> geotagged it. <laughs> if you're looking for a flat Stay ass, away. this is your spot. <laughs> this is your pirate map. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like if I'm already there, I mean, it's like, it's so great that someone's willing to be there and do but it. But isn't it I'm weird like, that, like, it probably would feel just as good, like, the, as far as the sensation, but you wouldn't be as aroused, so it wouldn't be as good, and it's all just based on the shape of the body. And people get angry at that, man. They say you're shallow, and, you know, this is a really, like, surface way of thinking, and it's so immature and so stupid, but those people are all fat. <laughs> That's why they're saying that. Hot yeah, chicks with great bodies, they never, they never feel like that. When you tell a girl, like, God, your body's amazing, they never go, oh, you just are attracted to I don't my know. body I gotta being say the amazing. I, I got to be the devil's advocate here, okay. and I got to say, I've, I've been with, look, I've been with a lot of women. Wow. <laughs> right. Tell us about it. Double ditch. Amazing. Double ditch women. Oh, um, so intimidated. And uh, I've been with some, you know, like, very good looking and some very average and, you know, whatever. I think right. I've actually been more aroused by more normal looking 
women mm. than because like you're probably more the models because I'm more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I have less to prove. Right. Like yeah. there's like it's also like there's there's something about like a normal looking body mm-hmm. that is a little more attractive to me. You have a buddy who would go to strip clubs and he would always want to like talk to the girls that were overweight. Like that was, he was actually attracted. I don't mean to the overweight. Were, I mean you know. Well, overweight for a strip club is not oh, really overweight. overweight. For a strip club. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what kind of overweight are they going to get? Like 20, 30 pounds overweight. Right. But he would go for the big girls because they're <laughs> Like they're probably more insecure. <laughs> but he wasn't even trying to like have sex with them. He just was attracted to them. He'd want to get dances with them because he said it would make sense that they would date him. Oh yeah, you know? that's what you. That's what every guy wants at a strip yeah. club. Is you want you want the girl to like you. Yeah. Any guy who denies that is lying. Like you want the girl to be like you know. Oh my god! I want to leave with. And this if she's guy. a ten, she's like, "Oh hi, sweetie." Yeah, yeah oh, it's you all it's all that. You're like, "Oh, this is gross." <laughs> I feel so fucking gross. I wanted to be in love. Yeah. I wanted to come back, please, Barry. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to be? You want to take her out of that town, Barry? <laughs> Barry, don't leave. You want to take her out of Kokomo, I'll Indiana? A, I'll give you dances for free. Just yeah. Stay. Oh yeah. Just stay, Barry. I'll stay. Stay. Joe yeah. Rogan. Yeah, they don't want you to. Uh, they don't want you to. Like, no guy, like, even though people will pay for prostitution, no guy would prefer that. What you would prefer mm. is someone to be attracted to you. Mm. You wouldn't want a girl who's putting on an act where you know specifically that she doesn't want to be there. You'd want her to be yeah, really good at it. it's the same in porno. Like, you yeah. don't want a girl who you know is acting. Well, you, right? if, you, that's why we want things so that are so real. Good, unless they're so good, they can trick you. That's great. Yeah, but you don't want to see the you don't want to see the act. You I don't mean, want that's to see anything. That. It's like a hack comic yeah. or like a fucking magician where you can see right. their hands moving. Right. You know. Yeah. But you're getting a different girl every time, and you can play around with different races and ages. And yeah, what I'm saying is, if what would you prefer <laughs> though? That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> what would eugenics? you prefer? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, well, it's like, say, like engineer thirty year olds. It's like, it's like saying, do you want one car or would you rather have keys to the dealership and and just pick whatever you want? No, it's time? not. We're talking about people. You fuck. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, no. I don't know. I I got um, a prostitute when I was. I mean, this is I'm going to be on Ari's show, and I talk about this story when I was in Atlantic City, and I got a, a hooker. Ooh, and you ever uh, see that hookers from Atlantic City show? No, is it HBO? Yeah, they used to do an HBO show. Oh, those were so depressing. Ooh. I remember trying to masturbate to those when I was a kid, and like <laughs> real sex would come on. Remember real sex? Mm-hmm. And it would be like oh. just old people tickling each other, and you're just like, what, <laughs> what? Like, for a second, there would be like, oh, this is kind of hot. And then they would just have these, like, fat lesbians slapping each other. And you're like, this is Ugh. really weird. Do you think that if, if prostitution wasn't so chastised, if prostitution was legal, then it would be like going and getting massages. It would be so normal, and it mm-hmm. wouldn't feel dirty or bad at all. I, no. bet, I bet that's the if case. If it was legal? Yeah, if prostitution was completely legal, yeah. okay, and these places were totally above ground, it was just like going to a massage parlor. If you go to a massage parlor now, you go, hello, everybody's greets you. They're all nice. You don't feel weird about it. You put on your robe. You go there. Some stranger rubs your neck and rubs your back. You feel so much better. And you actually have a wonderful time with them. It's, it's, it's fine because it's not guilty. But if it was guilty for you to be in your underwear and have some lady dig her el- elbow into your back, you'd have all these weird connections with it. No, you and you what? would only be able to go to shady places to get that massage. It would be like this weird no, I, sort of I got, sinful I, thing. I don't think it has anything to do with the law. I think the law has nothing to do with it. I think it's our weirdness with sex. I think right, it's right, right. But but that weirdness with sex is connected to the fact that it's illegal. I don't know because then you then you would say like, oh, what if you know I didn't have to pay for it? What if I told my girlfriend, oh, you know, I'm just going to have sex with this girl I know. 
That's totally it, unrelated because we're talking about a. a, a you're like paying for a service. Paying for something. Yeah, we're talking about prostitution, though. We're I know, but I, I, I think it's the stigma of the sex of it, not the law. Because it's not yeah. really like. No. It's, I don't think it's considered like, you know, you don't feel it, like you're what breaking if you're the law if you get a hooker. Yeah, but what if you think you're using masturbation? You're using her to masturbate, though. You're not, you're, like, you're not having sex. I mean, you're in and out in like seven minutes. Like, it's, well, hold on know, a second. Would, so explain that again. Say that you don't think here, it's about so the law. So you're saying that if, you think if it, it was legal. That it would remove some of the stigma attached to it. The stigma by who, though? Well, by most people who think by of guys? it as being a dirty thing. I mean, most people, they don't want their daughter to become a prostitute. They don't want their ex-girlfriends to become right. prostitutes. They don't. I mean, it's just like this thing. You don't well, want someone you to say, be Stripping paying. is legal, but there's a stigma to that. There is. There is. There certainly is. But this is like I think it's because it I think in this country we're weirder about sex than we are about anything else. No question. But don't you think that part of that weirdness is to do with the law? The fact that we legislate whether or not you can you, you can have it. sex with yeah, someone for part free, of it. Yeah. and no one has a problem with it. You can go have sex with anybody you want. But for some reason or another, we can legislate whether or not you have sex with anybody you want if they give you money, which is crazy. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it is crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy. I like, think I'm not the saying fact that gambling is illegal is crazy, too. Crazy. Yeah. Ridiculous. I'm not saying people should, you know, go get prostitutes probably, or should be prostitutes, it, but you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want to do. Well, you know, what's crazy about it is, like, how open we are about calling them escorts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just, like, that's fine. Well, they get busted, Like, you go though. into the Yellow Pages, even, not even in Vegas, like, places where it's totally, like, in New York, and there's just escort service, escort service. Yeah. Like, who is really under the impression that they're not having sex? Yeah. There's a few people that It's don't like this it. weird legal gray area. Are there? <sighs> yeah. There's it's, like every, it's like every cop, everyone who makes the law, just like, fine. Well, there's some weird thing where they're allowed to go out with you and have sex if they choose to. But if it says, if it's like written down in paper, at the end of this date, I'm going to suck your dick yeah. and then I'm going to rub your balls. Which and, is nuts. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, it's just stupid that you could tell a person what to do and not to do. And the idea being is that if it's legal, like everybody's going to go into prostitution or everyone's going to go get prostitutes and the marriages will crumble and... That's not true. If you look at like statistics in Australia, it's legal. Like legalized yeah. prostitution wow. has actually led to a lower rate of divorce in Australia. Yeah. Well, it's legal in some places here, right? Sort of one area in uh, Nevada Carson City. Yeah, it's like way the fuck out in the middle of nowhere. Well, it's that's not pretty hypocritical, right? It's weird. It's just weird telling people what they can do. And you know not what? I, do. I think a lot of it is too. A politician would never stand behind changing that law. Like, I think everyone yeah. thinks it's kind of crazy, but I don't think... To get a politician to be like, I'm fighting for prostitute rights. <laughs> well, they all use it's them. Like, who's going to do know. that? Well, that's one of the issues with that guy in New York. Um, that The guy who was the uh, mayor of New York or the governor of New York, and they found out that he was using prostitutes. Spitzer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Elliot Spitzer. He was the fucking governor. He was busting people for prostitution yeah. while he was using prostitutes. I mean, he's just... He's a goddamn target. But that guy, like, you know, I mean, he was the top of the heap as far as politicians in New York State. And he was yeah. using prostitutes. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, is that? I mean, I'm sure he could most never of them come out and say, right? "Look, let's get real with this." He couldn't. Yeah, I no like one would stand for that. pussy. Who's with me? Crickets, crickets. <laughs> <laughs> he just comes out and tries it. <laughs> I mean, there's a place that my buddy uh, told me about in uh, in Seattle. Let's say Seattle. He just went. That, that is a, a marijuana store on one side, and on the other side, it's just a whorehouse, and it's you can go in with your Visa Where? card, get your weed, Seattle. get your pussy, Seattle. and God bless yeah. America. Yeah, in and out in 45 minutes. God bless America. That's how it should be. Dude, you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want. Like, there's a law that they're passing in some state, I forget, some backwards-ass state, where they're, they're going to make certain tattoos and body piercings illegal. Like, they're going to be able to decide. For what reason? What's ex- exactly. They're just, it's just some I mean, a lot of things have a reason. Rules. Like, I, I once had an argument with someone over, like, seatbelt laws, right? Should you, should you be allowed to wear a seatbelt if you want to or not want to, right? Right. But then you, you, you think if people get injured all the time, you're dealing with higher health insurance costs. You're dealing with way more flooded hospitals with car accidents and deaths. Less dumb people. More dumb people dead. Other people <laughs> will suffer from you being dumb. Whereas a yeah. tattoo, no one else will suffer from that. Yeah, I don't know what the fucking logic behind it is. I think it's just they want to change the appearance of the young folk. They see these kids with these giant right. ear holes. That's what it is. You know, it freaks them out, these kids these days. You just yeah. can't live and let live. And a lot of older people especially, they don't want to live and let live. They want everybody to be just like them. And when these fucking goddamn kids, their spiky earrings and their crazy hair, you know, you just get upset and you <laughs> want to stop face tattoos. Like, who? you know, come on, you can't. They, it's, it's not a good thing to do, but you can't. You can't stop it. You know, it's not good to tattoo stars all over your fucking forehead. But if you want to do it, that's your thing. Go ahead, do yeah. it. Well, you can't stop people from doing what they want to do because it's not your right. They might like it. They might see the world totally, legitimately differently than you do, and they might want to look like that lizard man dude who split his tongue and tattooed his face green, had implants, he got dermal implants in his I eyebrows. Love that dude. I, I he's me- getting I his own reality dude. show. I met him. He was in front row in the audience in Austin, Texas at one of my shows. And I was like, how much attention do you want, man? You sit in front row and you look like a fucking lizard person. Didn't he do something? Didn't he Didn't he get arrested for something? Oh, that's a different Did guy. He? I think he got his eye. There's a guy who got his eyeballs tattooed, black, oh, God, who, who recently got arrested for assault. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, good luck convincing the jury that you're cool. <laughs> The ear thing pisses me off when girls have their ears stretched out. I met pisses a, you off? Yeah, I met this girl in uh, in Vegas. That was beautiful, <laughs> but then her ears were that big, open like where she had the big plug in the middle mm-hmm. of it. And you know that girl in twenty years is not going to have that in her ear. You can fix it. Can you fix it? Yeah, you just they, tie it in a they knot. Cut. They cut a section off it off, and they pull it together, and they sew it, and you'll have scars yeah. in the bottom of your ear. Permanent. It's like labiaplasty on your ears. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. Oh, exactly yeah. what it's like. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I they saw, can fix it. They I, can, I mean, it doesn't look good, but it's, it won't look unbelievably freakish. Yeah, you could, you could correct most things, right? That you can correct. But there's a dude that I know who's got his shit is like this big. And he does jujitsu, so he's got to tape his ears up when he does jujitsu. Oh, he takes great. the plug out and then he tapes. He puts tape on his ears. Yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> Badass dude. It's just people are weird with those things, man. But you can't stop them from doing it. They like it. What do you care? You don't like it? Don't do it to yourself. I can't see that passing a law that prevents. It's passed. It. It's passed. Yeah. Yeah, it's passed. This, uh, the, hold on, let me let me find. Well, out you know, in Europe, true. there's like a lot of laws. There's laws with naming kids. You can't name a kid anything you want. What? In Nottingham, like certain, England, yeah. there's a law that makes you um, 
makes you you have to practice archery for two hours every Sunday. It's like on the books. Like yeah. Every man really? has cool. to practice. It's like one of those laws that's been there since like the 1600s. It's <laughs> everyone's dying of, of arrows to the head. Yeah, it's in it's in Pennsylvania apparently that this uh, this legislation. Yeah, is there's laws in New York of this. dancing is illegal in certain blocks. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. There's areas where you can't dance. Dance from like the 1800s. Some sort of crazy law. <laughs> Footloose. You laws? can't be gay. There's a lot of areas you can't. You're. It's illegal to be gay. Have gay sex? Yeah, that's sodomy. That's yeah. illegal. It's blowjobs are illegal in a lot of states. Mm. Yeah, there's a. I'm trying to find this fucking legislation. It's. I'm looking under the wrong date because this is all uh, in 2012. It's some new one because I just tweeted it a few days ago. Let's see if you can find that shit, Jamie. Yeah. I don't know where it is, but the idea of anybody telling you, you know, you can't wear those pants, you can't do that to your hair, you can't do that to your nose. I saw a picture of a guy who had the tip of his nose removed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Have you seen that? Yes. That's a new thing those extreme so, body modification guys are doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you seen it? I have, yeah. Fuck. I've seen the, the forehead donuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People get those huge foreheads. See, but they can get that taken off. They yeah. can get that You just donut can't get your, nose, your you, nose put back. But then when they do that, they cut your fucking scalp open and slide that yeah. thing down your fucking head. Leave that big horseshoe in the center That's of your face. Awesome. They must get so much puss. They probably get a lot of dick, really. <laughs> dick with holes in it and barbs and stuff. <laughs> they got a lot of like those those dicks with dudes like yeah. they put those bolts yeah. in their dicks. Yeah, they have like piercings all over their cocks. My friend had uh, he got a shitty <laughs> lip job where they're supposed to pierce it like underneath. All your, lip like, jobs yeah. are shitty lip jobs, he, by the way. Yeah, but anytime he sneezes, it just squirts out like a fire hose out of his mouth. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. That's yeah, so there's like ones where they remove pieces of their cheek. You can see in their mouth. Oh, yes. saw that. Yeah, they stretch oh, yeah. it. They put a hole in there and, and they hole. spread it yeah. more and more and more yeah. until it becomes like you could literally right. look in and see their gums and their teeth. It's horrific. I think people have mental illnesses and, mm-hmm. you know, it just manifests in different ways. Oh, yeah. Self-mutilation. Body dysmorphia is real shit, man. It's like those crazy women that never think their fake breasts are big enough. Oh, yeah. They get nuts. Like they they can't see it, and they just want them bigger and bigger and bigger. But that's what they want. Who cares? They're probably crazy anyway. You know, if you, I wouldn't you know want to hang out with them. But if you want to and you want to go do it, who gives a shit? It doesn't hurt anyone else. Yeah, I mean it's weird. It's it's weird all the choices that people make. You know, people are strange. Like stylistic choices. People are very strange, but when but people that's try what to makes life great. Yeah, when people try to legislate against that create laws that say anything like they could easily make a law that say no more massage you know if someone if someone decided to make a law that says no more massage <laughs> i would be fucking goddamn furious especially massages like, are, are incredible i've only started getting them recently <sighs> and they're like out of this world it makes you feel so much better just relaxes you loosens all your muscles up everything falls into place better you feel healthier less stressed out yeah i got a really weird one recently where they like beat me up they basically like this woman just like beat me, yeah, like a Thai massage, and she was just standing on me. Yeah, it's Thai like, massage. It's awesome. She had her foot in my butt at some Whoa. point. Oh yeah. Did she stretch you out to like pull your legs and stuff? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It was crazy. Dude, stop bunking into that. It's ouchy loud. Did you get the prostate <laughs> massage also though? Have you ever had that? No, yeah. I've never gotten any of those like happy ending. I've never even been offered that. That's not a happy ending. That's just like an actual part of massage that a lot of like places they put offer. their finger in your butt. They just I've rub never, around. Wait the a butt. minute, dude! I've never heard. Nobody of that. massages your prostate in a regular 
fucking massage parlor. I've had massages that were not whack-off massage places. And, and they rub your butthole. They would rub, they put their thumb on it, and they just rub around your butthole. What? And, like, the muscles around your asshole. Stop. It's prostate massage. So that can't not. be real. Prostate massage? And then like, with a finger in it, with a little finger no, in there. Oh, shut the I fuck up. I swear to God. <laughs> oh, my God. I swear to God. I go to a lot. I go to, like, Yeah, those are not regular them. massage parlors. They're jerk-off places. But this is a place that didn't jerk me off. This is and like they a normal, rub, they, rub your butthole yeah, area? Yeah, I think it's, it's either Thai massage or Chinese just, massage just that the guy it's off pretty that normal point. where they... <laughs> right? Why tease them? Yeah, wait, just finish them off. Yeah. Well, it's weird that we have spots where you're not supposed to touch, yeah. you know? And for women, it's a breast. But for men, that, it doesn't matter at all. You could rub a guy's breasts, you rub a guy's pecs, and it does absolutely nothing. Like, no one cares. Oh, yeah, she rubbed the hell out of them. Yeah, like, you can, woman can have your arm and just push down on yeah. your breasts and manipulate them, and, you know, nobody freaks out. But even that, much like a stripper, like, I wanted to feel like she liked me. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted to feel like I was different than the other massages. Of course. You know, like, I was better at yeah. taking a massage. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And she did. And I'm dating her <laughs> And she's my wife. <laughs> she's my wife. She's my dream girl. She's the one, my one of a kind. <laughs> she stopped rubbing all those other dudes. Yeah. Eventually. <laughs> um, it just should be, look, people should be able to do anything they want. If they want to suck dicks for money, they can do it as long as there's a camera in the room. See how hypocritical that is? If you want to film it and make a living by putting that on the internet and have a cam, and the guy could still come in and pay you. He could still come in and pay you 500 bucks. you blow him on camera, and then, you, look, we just made porn. Oh, okay, you made porn. Did you get all your tests? Yeah. Yep, that's I legal. I mean, it really is, it's just antiquated from the time where there would be prostitute areas where they would walk around, and it would be bad for... Business, the business, or the neighborhood. Seediness. You have to see it would be seedy. Yeah, but ne- you can't change it now. There's yeah. no politician that's going to change that. But they will still arrest people. That's where it gets really weird. It's like you're arresting because it's people arrest numbers. Paying for pleasure. Yeah, you know, it's like oh, it's. I mean, the same thing as gambling. I grew up. My dad was a bookie. Like, oh, was he? he? Was, yeah, he was arrested several times for it. No shit. What, yeah. like, what sports betting? Sports betting. Yeah, he wow. was in, uh, involved with the Gambino crime family. Dude, yeah, what was, was that like, a, like? How weird was that? It was weird. I didn't know. I didn't know about it at all until I was older. Wow! And then I found out that he you didn't did all know this at shit. all. I didn't know at all. No, it was Whoa. just he did. He was like he's got a job. You know, he told everyone he was an accountant for Were many you, years. Is that your phone that's vibrating like that? It's probably it's just, just, you know, just the, the old ball around. and chain. Would you, when you were a kid, would you wonder like, hey, where the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, and he'd get arrested. It, no, I would wonder why he would promise these things. Like he would promise like you know uh, a trip to California, and then all of a sudden he'd be like, I don't have the money, or he'd be like, I'm in jail. And I didn't Whoa. know why. Yeah. I'm in jail. And you, he didn't know why? <laughs> no, I didn't know why. You I didn't, didn't know, know why. He wouldn't he, say he was in jail. He'd just be like, I can't see you this week. Oh. And it would happen a few times. But yeah. so he's in jail for like very short He stints. actually was a, uh, he was an informant for the FBI for a little bit too. Whoa. Yeah, he took down this whole ring. Holy shit, yeah. dude. That he's dead be... now, so I can talk about it. But like, Fuck. Yeah. That had to be so stressful. It was. It was, and he took me around with him, like to do this. He, I remember he had to put cameras in this office, and I would like because you know he That's had so cool. he had shared custody, so I would have to see him on weekends, Whoa. and he and he would have to go on weekends and put like these little mini cameras with this FBI dude. Whoa! And I would that meet is these. Crazy. I would meet these guys, these gambling guys, in the back of a pizzeria in Brooklyn, and, and they would how, all give me fifty dollar bills. How long did this go on for? Uh, 25 years. Like For that. 25 years, yeah. you were involved with your dad doing this. Then I found out when I was a teenager and I started working for it, and I became a bookie also Whoa. in high school. So when, when your dad turned state's evidence, 
and your dad became an informant. Did you know that he had turned state's evidence? How old no, were you at the no, time? I was like eight. You were eight? Yeah, I was real young. So you started working for him <laughs> after he became an informant. He did. He became a foreman, took down this one ring, and then he started working for a different gambling ring. Oh, my for God. For a different booking office. Um, That's so crazy. Yeah, it's re- it was really nuts. What did he do? And it was so normal for me. About it? Oh, like, yeah. Hey, we talked about it all the time. I was part of the business. At some point, I, it started with me like I would have to dispose of evidence. Like they were like, my dad was like, how do we get this kid a job? So I, you know, they would be like, just take these trash, ca- trash bags and throw them in different dumpsters around town. Wow. So I would take these trash. And if I got caught with it, it would be so weird. You know, these were like gambling slips. These right. were evidence. And, and then, did, it, did and then I graduated to like, I, I would. Uh, did you ever get caught with them? No, no. No. No, I never. But if you did, it would have been a big deal. <clears throat> it would have been strange to have a 16-year-old kid going around with the evidence for this gambling ring. So your dad gets busted. He turns state's evidence, right? He gets what these people was, arrested. Apparently what happened was he was told by one of the guys, one of the FBI guys, that there's going to be a raid, but we don't have enough evidence yet. So we won't arrest you. Or we will arrest you still, but we won't prosecute you if you put up cameras and stuff and you get this you get us more evidence and he did wow. and then the weirdest thing is they just let him go back to doing it yeah the, now the, was it sanctioned that was the question was it is it when they when he went back did they know he was doing it and they let him no no i don't think that they just like monitor you forever they just let you go yeah it was like You're that gone. was it yeah. So he just went back to what he always did. Well, went back to a different place. Yeah. But how do you justify that? Like that's had to be so weird for him. To, like arrest, get people arrested for doing something he is eventually going to go and do himself. Yeah, I, I never. You know what? I never asked him that. That's a weird one. <sighs> I never. He he actually the reason he got into it to even go more in depth on it was he embezzled. Uh, I think $2 million from Ricoh Cameras in Jesus the 80s. Jesus Christ. He was the, the CFO of Ricoh Cameras. <laughs> he and was he a million. Embezzled. He was making, you know, in like the mid-80s, he was making like six seven $700,000 a year, which is like now is way more. Um, and yeah, he was... Like a million and a half now, right? Yeah. He was making a lot of money back then. We would take limos to Atlantic City every weekend. Whoa. And then as the story goes, he was just for two years, I think, just embezzling money. He was just like doing shady transactions and taking money off the top. Wow. And then he got caught when there was a new CEO and he blackmailed the CEO because he had information on the company that they didn't want coming out. And he got out, but he could never work in the industry again. So he became a gambler. Wow. I mean, a, a bookie and a gambler. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he embezzled $2 million scot-free. Scott Free, yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a crazy. They were bringing up charges and everything too. Life. Yeah. They were starting to get charges together, and he was facing like forty you know, life, almost life in prison. He and, must have uh, the craziest fucking stress-filled yeah, life. Yeah. And then he, you know, he became a gambler, and this was around the time my mom left him was like eighty-six. Um, he bet $300,000 on the Red Sox to win the World Series in 86. Oh, my God. They were in the World Series. You remember the That was Buckner? the Bill Buckner, Buckner yeah. yeah. Oh, no. And he lost 300000 which was like most of their savings, and my mom <sighs> left him the next day. Oh, mm. yeah. Jesus Christ, man. Isn't that crazy? No wonder why you're a comic. <laughs> oh, my God. No wonder, yeah, man. Yeah, I thought it was so cool, man. When I, when I got involved in it, it was like The Sopranos was on TV. It was like, my dad's a gangster. But he was. He was this Whoa. like fat Jewish guy. Like he wasn't, he wasn't involved in any of that. Like He knew guys that were like strong men for the, for the guy, for, you know, really connected. What did he die from? Colon cancer. Oh, it's probably a lot of it due to yeah. stress, right? No, he was. He treated his body like crap. 
He basically didn't exist for the last 10 years of his life. He didn't pay taxes. He wasn't on the map. He didn't have ID. He was just like totally, he kept, he didn't have a bank account. He had 50,000 in cash above his bed on a headboard. Witness protection program style? Is that what was going on? No, he just didn't want to pay taxes. He didn't want to pay taxes on any of his money. So you can't like exist really so did he know that he was and he didn't sick? have health insurance so he didn't have any of that stuff and he didn't take care of his body and then he got sick and it was already like stage four or stage five so he didn't know he was sick and just decided fuck it i'm not gonna pay taxes i'm just gonna ride this out this was like i mean he, he didn't already- pay taxes i think for around 15 years he didn't wow. pay taxes yeah he didn't exist he didn't have a driver's license he faked a driver's license he got a fake id <sighs> God, what a character. <laughs> Dude, you should but he was a-, a great dad. He was like a really good dad. <laughs> he you was. should do a one-man show about your dad. I know. Well, that's the story on Ari's show is I, t- I talk about my dad too. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. He would take me to Atlantic City all the time, and he taught me like how to sort of count cards and blackjack. Like he was – in addition to being a bookie, he was a sicko gambler. Like that was right. the you know his big vice. Like he never did drugs. He never drank, but he would gamble like all his money. That's incredible, man. Yeah. My grandmother got arrested when I was a little kid. She used to run numbers for the mob, and they wanted her to turn state's evidence, and she wouldn't do it, so they locked her in jail for six months. <laughs> so whenever we would go visit my grandma, like, she wouldn't be there. My grandfather would be there. Oh, your grandma's visiting Aunt Josie. She would, like, have some things she was doing. Right. Oh, she's with Aunt Marie this week. Yeah, yeah, She would, like, it was some story, but meanwhile, she was in some cell somewhere <laughs> yeah. because she wouldn't rat on these guys yeah. they would do like their version of the lottery it would be like running numbers like there would be well, a that's, number that the neighborhood yeah the numbers have. is yeah. is how much people bet total right yeah i did a version of that when i was in high school there was um football cards that you could sell which was it's the craziest thing it's you basically have to pick out of um i think you list like 10 games that weekend and out of all the football games and you have to pick five winners out of the 10 which is like, it feels easy, right? But it's like so difficult out of these games to pick five winners. And like you charge like $5 a card. And if like, you know, less than half the people win, you make money. And it was, I was making money doing this for like all of high school. And then in college, wow. I became like a real bookie. Like I would actually get clients. That's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. I would go to these frat parties and get all these frat kids to bet through me. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Did you have any issues with that? Like guys not paying or like the school finding out? Yeah, you do. You have like a few issues, but then it's just they can't bet anymore and they want to bet. Oh. These people want to bet. Like there's never, you never need to strong arm people because they just can't bet next week if they don't pay. And now, when you would bet. do that, I've never understood that. When you when you do that, do you have to have like a stash of cash that you can match up with? Well, I, I had a deal worked out with my dad's gambling office where they would pay all of my losses, and I would keep half my winnings. Oh. So no matter who lost, they would pay them, and I would just keep half the winning. Now, when you did that, did you have to have, like, a really sick knowledge of sports? Did you have to oh, be on top of it? I was crazy into it, yeah. How much time crazy, does that require? Crazy into it. A lot. And you gotta, you got to stay on top of the odds because they're constantly changing, and if a lot of people are betting on one side, you got to move the, the, the point spread to, to favor the other side so people bet the other side. Wow. Yeah, it was nuts. You do like you could make up fun like prop bets. Like they have weird stuff like will the Broncos score as much as Shaquille O'Neal on Sunday? Oh, weird crazy bets. Like crazy bets. Yeah. Well, those were bets that people got accused of like shaving on that like they got informed, you know, about certain things like I'm not saying you should lose this game, yeah. but if you do this, yeah. it would behoove us. Oh, that happens you know, a like, lot. Yeah. Get to a certain number like, you know, dude, you're at 32. Oh, right. shit. Okay, cool, cool, cool and just throw some bricks. 
I learned, you know, you know I apparently I didn't know this that like uh, my dad would fix horse races. That was his Whoa. big thing. Was you would just basically pay a jockey to to hold a horse back. I knew a jockey who got arrested for that. Yeah. Oh, it's so common, apparently. <laughs> yeah, there's a guy who used to run those uh, chariots. You know those chariots? You ever see those? The, oh, yeah, they yeah. pull those Harness. like yeah. yeah. And he literally stood up <laughs> to try to get the horse to slow down yeah. because he was winning. And they caught him standing up like, yeah. you piece of shit. Wow. And he, he That's ca- what you do. You hold them yeah. back for several races. They become a huge underdog. And then you let them loose. And they win. <laughs> That's like it's the classic way to 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 do it. Well, this guy was trying to slow his horse down, and they you know they f- barred him from being a jockey ever again. And then he went and hired hired William Kunstler. Some Kunstler, yeah, yeah. He kept talking about it. I got Kunstler. I got Kunstler <laughs> on my side. I'm gonna sue these cocksuckers. Yeah. They're not gonna make any money. George right. the Greek. He was this guy in the, he, the Greek. He died of cancer too. You know Jimmy the Greek. There's like a whole documentary about him. Oh sure, yeah, that's the guy that like claimed he popularized that black people's butts were higher. Did yeah, he? he? Yeah, that's oh, why he that's got arrested. Oh, that's right. He got, yeah, or the that's why he got uh, fired, yeah, yeah, yeah. rather. Yeah. He, he was saying about <laughs> slave owners breeding, you know, the largest yeah. bucks with the... Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was his whole thing. But meanwhile, you know, he makes them, like, actual points. Like, they did do that. Like, they, they did have slaves where they guaranteed took the largest males yeah. and tried to make them with the largest females to make stronger slaves. I mean, that has to have happened at some point in time. You know, and mm-hmm. it's the the athletics that you see, like from from black African Americans, is like they're the best athletes on earth. Now, where you're a white guy and your name is Jimmy the Greek, you got to try to figure out why that is. You know, and and you got to be so sure about it. You got to be so sure, <laughs> even though it's not scientific. Yeah. For him, it's like, yeah, you know what they used to do is to take the the guys with the fucking biggest dicks and the the best athletes. They breed them with the biggest yeah. women. And they make the biggest slaves like bada bing, bada yeah. boom. But they would say crazy shit back then on TV. Like Howard Cosell got in trouble. They would for, smoke. They remember would just when he like said, smoke on "Look TV. at that little monkey run." Like yeah. that was like a, a statement uh, yeah. that he had. Of uh, there was a, a football player who was like really fucking fast. Yeah. Well, what becomes taboo changes all the time, right? You ever yeah. you ever go back recently and watch like Eddie Murphy Raw or like oh all my those, god, yeah. You're just like, oh my god, this is all gay. This is all like homophobic. Uh huh. Weird, weirdly angry towards gay people material. Yeah, and everybody went along with it. Like yeah. there was a way back then. All you used to do is say, "This is fucking faggot," and everybody would yeah. go, "Yeah, <laughs> oh, in my lifetime, faggot was fine. It was yeah. fine to say. Like I, I remember when I was a kid, it was just like it's just a fun word. And now it's like you, it's on the par of the N word. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to use it anymore. It's too bad. It no, was a great word while it lasted. <laughs> I miss it. And even when it was not used in a gay sense, you know, you use yeah, it. Look at this faggot pen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look at this little faggot monkey no over winker. here trying to throw bananas <laughs> at me. Get back up in your tree. Yeah. This is, I feel like we're going to get a Jezebel article about this podcast. Why? We're not saying anything that's wrong. We're not, right? We're fine. We're not, yeah. we're not like, we're not on the side of Jimmy the Greek or on the side right. of uh, yeah. people that are calling a football player a monkey. Right. We're just saying how weird it but is. But black people can run better. I mean, they're we could the best. All... Look, it's, well, I don't know why <laughs> it's racist to say to they're the best athletes. <laughs> I don't know why that's racist. It's good. They're better. Like, look at LeBron James. Look at Kobe Bryant. Look at John Jones. Look at well, Anthony there's a school Rubble of thought Johnson. That it's Sugar Ray Leonard. That's what they're, you know, in their lack of educational infrastructure, that's what they're able to do. 
Maybe. Like there, they're, that's, but what, that's who their role models are. There's uh, also like bone density. African-Americans have significantly more bone density than white people. In fact, African-American women on par a lot of times have a similar bone density to white European men. It's weird. Yeah, there's like physical that, advantages yeah. to being uh, African-American, especially like there's people from sub- certain parts of Africa that are just unbelievably good at running. To the point where yeah. all marathon runners and all these like Olympic medalists in like certain distance running came from this. Well, one that's you area. know with white Not people all, too. I, just, I was percentage. in uh, Norway and they have huge people there, like they're Scandinavians. Big, yeah. Are sure? I was just in Sweden this past weekend. Yeah, yeah, they're like all like these a lot like, of Viking looking gods. People. They're yeah. like these huge looking dudes. And again, where's really that? square jaws? Genetics, like those were Vikings. They literally yeah. were, Vikings. They were Vikings. Yeah, I mean, but why were, were Vikings bigger? They got the, the spoils. They got all the food. They got the food. And the, the toughest and the strongest stayed yeah. alive. They live in these harsh northern climates yeah. way before they had anything other than burning wood to stay warm. I mean, they, they survived like that for hundreds and hundreds of years. And there's just the strong genes of these Vikings. But it's yeah. okay to be a Viking because then you are, you know, you were a conqueror. You were like a winner. But if you like say that someone has like really good genes because they were a slave, it's like derogatory. So that's where people take issue with it, you know. Oh, I I can see why people take issue with it. Like if there was a bunch of people that were from North, if I mean, you it's... if you tried to if you were like some Germany Greek type guy and you're on TV, the thing about these guys from Sweden, fucking Norway, is they're bigger because they used to kill everybody. They were on horses. They had big swords. They were big guys. These and faggots only, from Norway. Yeah, only the fucking ones that were bigger survived. They would breed the big males with the big females, uh, and they would come with the best athletes. Yeah. Nobody from Norway would get mad at you. They'd I go, mean, yeah, we're the you know, best. The thing is, I grew up with guys like that. Like all my dad's friends were like that. My uncles were like that, and racist. they just would be just so <laughs> casually racist at the dinner table. You know. <laughs> It I mean, seriously, you know, yeah, it was a even now, thing. like my parent, my, my mom and my grandma, you know, they'll Drop just be like, bombs. I just don't understand why Mexicans have to be here. You know, like they'll <laughs> say things like that, like just so reasonable, like just that's like, so I just funny. don't understand. Why do they have to be here? Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> there, was, there were people that grew up in a certain pattern and that certain pattern was like, it is normal to distrust people of other ethnicities and races. It's yeah. like, that's the pattern. It's so normal. It's soldered into your brain. Yeah. And to break that pattern. It was all the humor. Really it was all the humor of my family growing up was racial. Can you imagine if someone tried to put on like Archie Bunker on a TV show today? <laughs> yeah. How long would that last? How long would it last? Before some I mean, people it wouldn't would just, even. It would implode just by Twitter and Facebook comments. And... Yeah, it would be a great podcast, though. <laughs> the Archie Bunker podcast. What? <laughs> you can't be racist like that anymore. It just doesn't exist. No, I mean, it's the other way. You know, you have to have every type of uh, demographic in a show. Yeah, you got to cover everything. You got to yeah. cover every single base from top to bottom. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we live in a time where people are just more aware of what was fucked up about the past, too. We live in a time where people are more aware of what was really bad about, you know. Or or what's going on now. People are really aware of that. Like, I don't think there could have been, uh, uh, there could be another Holocaust now. You know, people would know about it instantly. <sighs> I wonder. I mean, look at North Korea. They could have something similar there. And I wonder how, mon- uh, how many people would have to die before they would act. Before people, well, they don't have oil there. They don't have resources there yeah. that we need. Yeah, right. But I mean, like, how far can it go? Man. 
I mean, he is essentially the last of the great dictators, right? How how far do you think he'd go with his like human rights atrocities before we, as a you know united world, said fuck this? I guy mean, it's clear. Invaded. All he would have to do is is go past a border. Once once he go, he's like, I need more land, or I need more people, or I right. need more resources. Then we're just like, no way. It happened. Mm-hmm. It was the Korean War, right? <clears throat> yeah, was that? We're just fine. He's if he's contained there, killing all these people that we don't care about, you know. Yeah, was that one of the? It's one of the few times in in history where there's like it, there's a North Korea and a South Korea, and they live right next to each other, and they fucking hate each other, and they look exactly the same. Well, it's and India right and Pakistan there. is like that too. Similar, but they have different religions, right? Yeah, don't they? Doesn't India and Pakistan, don't they share like Indians, more Hindu, Pakistan is Muslim. more Muslim? Yeah, there is, a, there is a religious war there, but they are so close. Yeah. There was this Vice documentary about, um, I feel like Vice documentaries are just like fodder for hipsters to have conversations. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, they you are see kinda. this Vice doc, man? No, where they show the border and there's just these troops just staring at each other. Right. Like Pakistan troops and India troops just Ugh. like looking at each other a few feet away. Just like, don't do it, man. And they all have bombs, both sides. Oh, yeah, they have nukes. Yeah, it's like us being at war with Mexico. You know, <laughs> like going down to La Jolla and you're looking One across day, the border man. at tanks <laughs> pointing in your direction. We were, yeah. Yeah, this, this was Mexico. Yeah, yeah, a big part of it. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's one of the big uh, issues with uh, some people in L.A. is that L.A. was stolen from the Mexicans. You know, there was some radical yeah. UCLA professor that yeah. I remember he had these videos that he was putting out about this was stolen latino land and like he had this crazy speech that he was giving like stolen like what generation are we talking about here man like when when was this stolen i mean it was it was won yeah in a yeah. war by the way it wasn't yours to begin with like who's wh- right. what what about the native americans well you know right. what it, mexico is native american plus spanish that's what it is spaniards yeah. came down landed the incas they bred you know, everybody had sex they you know I mean, that is a lot of what mexico is that's a lot of mexican heritage has to do with people from spain who came over to mexico i mean that is that's the real reality and you want you go back before then like what, what, what was, you know, are we going to give everything to the Inuits? Are we going to give everything to the people that came over from Asia and the Bering Strait? Like, they're the original ones. The Native Americans are the original Mexicans, the original North Americans. Like, this, it wasn't all Mexico. This is all people. It's all people, you know? Like, yeah, and we destroyed them. The only like, argument, we, like, though? annihilated these people. Yeah. Like, we wiped them off the face of the earth. Yeah, there's a lot of that. I, the other argument is that we... Um, don't let them come over here. Like, you know, there's a, a clear Mexicans? border. You know, there's a clear border. There's, like, a lot of issues. Like, it's hard to just get over here. Like, you can't just... Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter who owns it. It's everybody's. Mm, not really. You know, no, like, of course not. You can't really come over here. <laughs> yeah. And if you do, they keep an eye on you. They don't want you to stay. Right. Did you hear we just busted a Russian spy ring recently? Like, like yes. that's still a thing. No, we still have Russian spies. Well, did you hear about the hot chick that they had that was a Russian yes. spy? Yes. Wow. It was a hot chick that was like uh, hot. chatting guys up and getting information. Wow. And now she's back. She's like a, a superstar back in, in Russia. Yeah. We deported her. Oh, how now- cool is it that Russia is a villain again? <laughs> yeah. That's. I mean, it's I been th- many I think years. Always have been. I think it's just. Yeah. It's not cool at all. Is this really the they only way that you could search things? Yeah, we have to see you search in front of those cameras now. Hello. That's the only way to do it. Is that Amy Adams? Okay, let's buy a couple more things because this is awkward. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's her. That's the uh, the oh, Russian. Oh man, and she's in like the Maxim, the version of <laughs> Maxim in Russia. Look, she. Man, Damn, being hot, hot is more interesting than anything else that you do. Oh yeah. Was she an escort or what? How did she? What? Well, she was a, a spy, and she worked for Russia. Yeah, but what do spies and she do? would like mate with guys. Breed with them, get their sperm and their ideas and information. She would, um, oh, she sent marriage. She looks like a bond, like a bond spy. She looks really looks like it. She tweeted a marriage proposal, but that was back in 2013. She might have since gone on to a thousand different dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the next article. Yeah, who knows? Who knows who she's (laughs) ex Russian spy goes to a thousand dicks. It's hilarious, though, that they hired a woman to go over and seduce men and get information from them. Smart. It's cute. Russians, man, they will never be okay with just being... Number two. Number two. Yeah, they can't. Nobody wants to be number two. All these guys, too, like Putin and all the guys who run the government were part of, you know, the real USSR. They were raised in that. Yeah. That's normal to them. Well, Putin is the most gangster of all the people right. today that's in control of a large government right. because he's so transparent. Like when they arrest people and yeah. take away their businesses and throw them in the gulag. Right. It's awful. He's it's, like their Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> their Reagan's way worse than that. <laughs> We've um, never had anybody like Putin. The guy got elected out. Like he left. Like he did his term, left, put some puppet government in his place, and then went back and started running it again. They're very alpha culture. I yeah. grew up with a lot of Russians. Like it's really all about strongest, most, you know, best jewelry, best dressed. It's like very alpha. Like yeah. these guys are so alpha. Well, they have to be probably survive that weather. Isn't there probably some like Right. A you big... need a lot of fila jumpsuits. <laughs> If you're living in Russia. (laughs) No, but I mean like the genetics, just the culture and the genes to survive that sort of an environment. Unbelievably harsh climate. You know, so many didn't. Scant resources under the thumb of an oppressive government. You know, I just read a stat that um, directly related to Stalin, like directly related, 49 million people died. Wow. He killed 49 million people during his reign. That's insane. Yeah. That's crazy. I never would have thought it was that high. Yeah, 49 million. Wow. Like, for unnatural causes. That's so And he fucked. put them in camps, like concentration camps and stuff. Isn't it funny that he doesn't get brought up the same never. way? Like never Hitler does. does or any of these Isn't other that crazy? horrible murders? Because he's too scary. He has too much power. I think, you know, Stalin? Or, or, I mean, uh, never mind. I think I meant yeah, Russia I don't in general. I meant Russia in general. Sorry. No, we're talking about someone killing 49 million people. He killed 49 million people. Yeah. That's so bizarre that that's not brought up on a it's regular not, basis. I couldn't believe it either. I looked at it. I was like, this can't be real. Yeah, he would, you know, he basically would just send people to these Siberian gulags. Because what do they think? And they would just work to death and he would just kill them. What's the number of people that Hitler supposedly killed? Eight, eight million, right? Isn't that weird? Yeah, it that's, is weird. That's very strange that he's responsible I mean, for it was so much quicker. more. Hitler did that very quickly. Yeah. Too. And was going to keep going. I think so. It was just he just just getting ramped up. Yeah, Hitler is is like a different category than any evil. You know, there's like evil, and then there's a huge jump to Hitler. No one even approaches that. Well, I think the really scary thing about Hitler for a lot of people wasn't just that he was evil, because there have been evil people throughout history, but that he was incredibly charismatic, and we can watch it. Right. We can actually see it on a, a film for like yeah. one of the first times. Like if someone can go back and see video footage of Alexander the Great and go, "Oh, that's what was going on," or Napoleon, yeah. "Oh, that's what was going." Well, we on. could see Stalin, and we don't mm-hmm. talk about that. Yep, 
Yeah, yeah. There's something about those speeches that Hitler gave, though, where he was out there in front of all those... Do that! (laughs) His fucking hair was going crazy, and he's screaming, and he's methed up. Now that we know, like, what he was doing... Oh, he was? Yeah, he was was all methed up. He was all methed up. I hear he was a great artist. He was, was a he? painter, yeah. Was he? Yeah. George W. Bush is a painter too. Oh, he's great. Have Damn. you seen the, the I would paintings love to he buy does one now? Of painting. Ugh. Yeah, it's like bad karma you he would paints, have having he, those he fucking paints things stuff, in your house. Uh, that like a nine year old would paint. Yeah. Like he paints like Kitty a dog. Cats. Yeah. <laughs> paints like a hand turkey. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hand turkey. <sighs> yeah. He paints like a kitten. <laughs> And like you know, the, the like has a little blue underneath it as the background, <laughs> and then that's it. His artwork is dog shit. Who Hitler? No, Jesus, Bush. Brian, you got to pay attention. Oh. You can't just sit there on your iPad. And just no. inter- seriously, you can't just interject in the middle. This is twice you did that in a row. Where you you didn't know what we were saying. No, I know what you were saying the first time. And the second time, I, I was looking at Stalin. <laughs> it says forty to sixty million is what I was watching when you guys started this second story. When, what? I was going to tell what? you. You said uh, it was how many million did you say? 49 million? Yeah, they're saying actually uh, historians are saying 40 to 60 million. So that's what I was looking at. Wow. And then I thought you guys were talking about Hitler. No, 60. we were just talking about George Bush's artwork. Oh. His dog Wait, shit artwork. Wait, you're saying artwork. Hitler killed 60 million? No. No. Oh, Stalin. 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 Yeah, Stalin. yeah, yeah, yeah. 40 to 60. Right. That's Give a huge take. range. That's a jump. <laughs> that is when you're talking about people uh, being murdered. That's a huge range. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, I don't know, maybe 20 more million than we Well, thought. that's often the case with serial killers, too. Like, everybody's scared of, like, certain serial killers. And yeah. then you hear about some that no one even knows about, and they killed, like, 100 oh, people. It's like, how does everybody not know? You ever think about how many yeah, serial killers? Look at this fucking shitty artwork. Oh, this is George Bush's great. shitty artwork. Yeah. God, he draws puppies and shit. <laughs> And he wears a he wears an apron. Fucking like a weirdo. Who does that? You know I'm ready to paint with an apron on. Stupid apron. Could you imagine the fucking nightmares that guy must have? I don't think he knows. I don't think I think that guy is so simple that he just is just like whatever. Some people told me to do things and I did them. Might be right. Yeah, he might be right. That guy sleeps just fine. What about Dick Cheney? How's he sleep? He sleeps with a baby in his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) He sleeps chewing on a baby. Uh. He painted uh, Leno a painting. He's perfect. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's so George good. Bush made a painting of Jay Leno for Jay you Leno. Meet him, he gives you a painting. Wow. Yeah. Who would have think? Who would have thought that guy was a war criminal? Could you imagine all the time he spent making that painting. Just imagine how creepy you would feel about George Bush just sitting there thinking of nothing but you for hours <sighs> while he's painting you. And look how proud he looks. He's like, <laughs> I made this for you. <laughs> And Jay Leno's like, it's haunted. Oh, that's great. I feel yeah, it. It's, it's got the texture good. of a million it. dead Iraqis. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I found the weapons of mass destruction. It's this fucking painting. It's terrible artwork, man. It's yeah. weird it's really that this guy's like one of the, the most hated figures in American politics ever worldwide. Like George Bush, W. Yeah. yeah, like you people connect him with the Iraq war, with the Afghanistan war, with all the Yeah, he's gonna go decisions. down as one of the worst ever, if not the worst. Yeah. We're still too close to it. Well, the poor decisions that were made following nine eleven and how nine eleven happened, you know, and then all the crazy conspiracy people that think that he was in on it or they were in on it and Yeah. Oh, and you know, all those conspiracies when they're like it's an inside job, it's never like Bush. You know, it's right. like some Never. rogue exactly. CIA guy. It, you know, exactly. I feel like people think that like Bush is there, just like okay, we got to knock down these towers. Well, do you remember um, Vincent the Chin Giganti? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, so you he you're was like well a, immersed yeah. in the crime world because of, of your dad. Yeah, Vinny he used to walk around like a crazy person with a, a bathrobe on and yeah. act like he was nuts. Yeah, 
And that's how he got away with a lot of what he did. Like he wouldn't talk to anybody in his house. Yeah. And he would go walk and he would walk and talk to people and he would act like he was nuts all the time. Well, I think it also came out later that he was nuts. Yeah, like he had was schizophrenia, nuts. yeah. Well, I guess if you act like you're nuts <laughs> long enough, eventually, maybe the like uh, nature, it's like you don't hold your eyes like that. We'll yeah, stay that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, maybe it's one but of those things. A good, yeah, you, you like hide in plain sight kind of thing. Well, maybe Bush is like a really smart guy and everybody shut, you know, shut the door. Is everybody gone? Listen, man. Yeah. I knew what the fuck was going on. How do you I mean, think th- nobody nobody's angry at me? Notice that? Everybody hates be. Dick Cheney. You know? But I <laughs> I believe that the powers, like the real powers, like you know, not like Illuminati type mm-hmm. stuff, but like, you know, the guys like the Roves and the Carl Roves and the yeah. the people who actually get presidents elected, they don't want to choose people that have a lot of independent opinions. Oh yeah. Of they want to choose yeah. people that are just gonna be like, Okay, sure, sure. Well, that's John F. Kennedy. Or who want power so bad that they'll just be willing to do anything for it. You know? Yeah. And, and are John F. Kennedy, that was like the big knock on him was that he wouldn't play ball. Is that, you yeah. know, he had he this idea in his head of yeah. how he was going to do things and they <laughs> yeah. shot it out of him. And people too, you know, they're always like, why don't they just do what they said they were going to do during the election? And I found out once that, you know, there's a full day when you are elected where they take you to the CIA. If you're elected president... They take you there and they tell you all the secrets. Like they tell you all the secrets that people don't know. Like for a full day. They're oh just like, okay, here's, here's all the shit that the American public does not know. Oh and God. then I feel like you're like, oh, well, I can't do any of that stuff I said. Oh my God. Like there's like aliens pointing <laughs> something at us. You know, who knows what, you know. Well, there's for sure some shit that we're doing like covertly oh, that a lot of people think so we're going to close stuff. Guantanamo Bay. Actually... No, oh. you're not. And yeah. here's why. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, there's so much stuff. Fuck, And man. there's so many financial interests. I got to pee. Is that, yeah, is that ahead, cool? Dude. Go ahead. Can I do that? Yeah, we got to wrap this thing up soon anyway. Right. Unfortunately, so I, I got to get out of here. All right, we'll just wrap it up, man. Your um, episode is going to be when? Your episode on of, uh, uh, This, this not is Not Happening. I'm uh, the 12th. The 12th. February 12th. February 12th. And This Is Not Happening is on? 12.30 a.m. on Comedy Central. And what nights? What's the 12th? Thursday nights, Thursday, Thursday night. nights yeah, at twelve thirty, yeah. and it's our pal Ari Shafir's show and uh, Barry Rothbart. You can follow him on Twitter, dude. We got to do another one. Let's yeah, do a long one yeah. next time. I have more time, and you have Sweet. more time. Fucking awesome. Into love it. talking to you. You're funny, yeah. dude. Very interesting Thanks, story man. too. Yeah. Your life story is amazing, man. <laughs> yeah, we get into it. So follow him on Twitter, uh, twi- Twitter, 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 ba- Twitter. Barry at- Rothbart, and. Um, uh, watch his show on February 12th. 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 Yes. On Comedy Central, 12.30 on Thursday night. This is not happening. All right, friends. We'll see you next week. Much love. Thanks for tuning into the podcast, and thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to Squarespace.com. Go to Squarespace.com, enter the code word Joe, and save 10% off your first purchase for a free trial and 10%. Go to Squarespace.com, enter the code word Joe. Thanks also to the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Go to MyUSATrainer.com for a free 14-day trial of their fast and fun online program. That's MyUSATrainer.com. We're also brought to you by Ting. Ting is the official mobile provider for the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. Ting is a better way to do mobile. Go to Rogan.Ting.com and save yourself 25 bucks off of any of their fantastic devices that they sell at Tang. Oh, shit. We're also brought to you by Onnit.com. Go to O-N-N-I-T, use the code word ROGAN, and save 10% off any and all supplements. 
Uh, if you're getting this podcast today, Wednesday, January 28th, tonight, I'm at the Ice House in Pasadena with Tom Segura, Ian Edwards, and Al Madrigal. And tomorrow, I am at the Ice House with Duncan Trussell and Ian Edwards. So go there. And uh, this weekend, Friday, January 30th, I'm at the Mirage in Las Vegas with Ian Edwards and young Tony Hinchcliffe. Until then, we'll see you next week, you fucking freaks. Mad love. Big kiss. See you soon. (laughs) 